Hello, book it. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. I'm Damone, D-Money Allen. Primetime Travi T. I'm Primetime Travi T. Uh, little Fudge. I'm Damone, D-Money Allen. <laughs> Bad guy. Fuck you. I'm glad for once he broke that up. Kenny's in 240p right now. Yeah. I was going to say, Kenny looks like he's got... He's Kenny's just, got like, the potato he's, internet. He's hiding out with Osama Bin Laden right now. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, look at all the jokes we've made today. <laughs> I really stopped. 9-11 was only 11 years ago. Uh, <laughs> and Bush um, also did it, baby. Does it look better now? I, I, was I don't know. You're too small. You were uploading uh, something? No. It'll You're probably. Why do you keep doing this? It'll probably yeah, get you I'm up. Doing it like hours ago, and then it'll still be doing it. Like, it'll yeah, last, like, it's starting minutes. to sound better. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So I this was, like, week... was also like a like an old Godzilla movie where he would say something, and then the the voice would come later. Uh. So this week we are doing the final show of round five of Book of First Three. <laughs> 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 all right. It's show uh, five, round five, book of verse three. Yeah. So 3.55, that's what you guys We got Travis doing his PTC. Travis, tell us about your show and kick it off. And if you've never listened to a book of verse before, you don't know what the hell we're talking about, you can go back to the beginning of this series. You don't need to do that for this show. Or you, you can, can go back it. all the way to the right first here. book of verse and get you know get a hang of what the book adverse is there's um, no there's no previous material needed for this this episode doesn't matter i'm trying we to get them to listen this. to our back catalog travis oh yeah <laughs> it's all gonna be better than this fuck you mike <laughs> um all right travis go ahead and give us ptc all right we're gonna do our weekly episode tonight and it's our episode of our developmental brand ptc ground zero the theme song is ground zero by lil wayne from his classic uh rock album rebirth Oh my god. You went with his <laughs> rock album? <laughs> Not even that he went with the rock album, but he didn't go with the only good song off the rock album. Travis Song so wasn't much even shit a rock song. About like quality rock music. Just to play an <laughs> uh, album where Lil Wayne plays guitar with his fucking thumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. Fuck this guy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the mood for this shit. <laughs> All right. So let's jump right in, shall we? The so the show starts with Mike Quackenbush in the ring, pacing back and forth, waiting for his opponent. Uh, Mike Quackenbush has hit a rough patch lately, losing in the uh, very close matches. But after losing to Monty Brown in a GZ title match at GZ Doomsday, Quackenbush was furious, telling t- Terry Runnels in a PTC.com exclusive interview that tonight on Ground Zero he would snap his losing streak against anybody willing to face him. He was the best wrestler in the world. He was the master of a thousand holds, and he was going to use every single one of them to beat whoever answers his open challenge on Wednesday night. So back in the arena, the lights go down and Gangsta Gangsta by NWA comes on and out out walks Super Dragon. The crowd goes crazy and the commentary team sells how big this is, uh, talking about the feuds that Mike Quackenbush and Super Dragon have had in the past on the independent scene. 
Mike Quackenbush is fired up now seeing who his opponent is, and Super Dragon rushes to the ring, and the two men come face to face. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Quackenbush and Super Dragon come eye to eye, nose to nose, trash talking one another as they begin to push into each other forehead to forehead. Quackenbush pushes Super Dragon back and yells at him as he points to the canvas. This is my ring. Super Dragon looks at him, nods, steps up, and slaps Quackenbush in the face, uh, making him stumble back a few steps. Quackenbush looks furiously at Super Dragon, and Super Dragon waves him to come on and bring the fight. Quackenbush throws a stiff right hand, and Super Dragon hands him his receipt. The two men trade many hard shots in the center of the ring, but Quackenbush grabs the back of uh, Super Dragon's head and hits a monkey flip. Quackenbush follows up immediately with a Quackenrana reverse Frankensteiner. Uh, Quackenbush scrambles to his feet and leaps to the top rope before nailing Super Dragon with a Tail of the Dragon, which is a springboard uh, tornado DDT. Quackenbush stands up and screams out to the crowd, I'm the best in the world. I'm the greatest wrestler ever. I am the master of a thousand holds. Quackenbush turns back to Super Dragon and hits him with a stiff kick to the skull. Quackenbush grabs Super Dragon by the uh, the head and goes to pull him to his feet, but Super Dragon reverses by pulling uh, Quackenbush's legs out from under him. Super Dragon uh, grabs Quackenbush by the waist and tries as he tries to stand up and hits a German suplex, followed immediately by a dragon suplex and finished with a tiger suplex. Quackenbush rolls out of the ring and crawls around trying to recover. As Quackenbush pulls himself to his feet using the announce desk, he stumbles around backwards towards the ring, right into a Topic on Hilo from Super Dragon. Super Dragon starts blasting Quackenbush with stiff rights and lefts before stomping away at his rival. Super Dragon then grabs a double wrist lock and pulls uh, Quackenbush's upper body up from the ground before stomping the back of his skull to the floor with a dragon signature curb stomp. Super Dragon rolls into the ring and climbs to the top rope. As Quackenbush tries to stir on the ground, Dragon dives down and hits a double foot stomp off the top rope to the outside of the on the back of Quackenbush's skull. Uh, Super Dragon clears the announce desk and throws Quackenbush on top of it, hitting some stiff right hands and to the bleeding skull of Quackenbush. Super Dragon then climbs back to the top rope, stalls for just a second as he looks out to the crowd he, as and he hits the Phoenix Splash through the announce desk. The two men are struggling on the outside, but eventually Super Dragon pulls himself up to his feet and then grabs Quackenbush and starts dragging him to the ring. Super Dragon rolls Quackenbush into the ring and slides in to go for the cover, but he goes for the cover. But as he goes for the cover, Quackenbush rolls back to the outside, preventing Super Dragon from getting the pin. Super Dragon can't believe it. He crawls out over to the ropes and leans through the ropes to grab Quackenbush, but Quackenbush blasts him with a stiff right hand. Uh, Quackenbush pulls uh, Super Dragon out of the ring and hits him with a QD4, which is an arm trap gut wrench driver, on the outside. Quackenbush is breathing heavily as he is down on all fours over Super Dragon. Quackenbush pushes himself up to his knees and starts wagging his fingers. He says, it's not enough. You don't have it in you to beat, to beat me. I'm the fucking best. We both know it. I'm the best in the world. Quackenbush drags Super Dragon in front of the timekeeper area and hits him with snake eyes on the barricade. Quackenbush then goes to the timekeeper's area, throwing everyone out of the way before running and jumping from the floor to a steel chair onto the barricade for a triple jump moonsault onto uh, Super Dragon. Quackenbush sits up and laughs as, as the crowd boos him. Uh, he grabs Super Dragon and throws him to the side of the steel steps before pulling up on the steel steps and hitting him with a QD2 cross-legged reverse pile driver right on top of the steel steps. Quackenbush looks like a man possessed as he stares into the crowd while sitting on the steel steps. Quackenbush rolls Super Dragon into the ring and goes for the cover, but Super Dragon kicks out just before three. Quackenbush loses it, smashing his forearm and elbows into the face of Super Dragon before pulling him to his feet and hitting him with an Inazuma suplex special, which is a vertical suplex followed by a brain buster. 
Quackenbush keeps control of Super Dragon, pulling him to his feet and hitting him with an Inazuma Suplex Special 2, which is a vertical suplex into a double underhook DT. Quackenbush looks around the ring and rushes to the ropes, hitting a Quack and Smash double springboard corkscrew senton. Quackenbush goes for the cover, but again, Super, Dra Super Dragon kicks out at two. Quackenbush throws Super Dragon into the ropes with an Irish whip, and Super Dragon takes control with the Lariat. Super Dragon rushes to the corner and leaps to the top rope before diving down with a cannonball senton off the, off the top rope onto Quackenbush. Super Dragon rolls onto the apron and pulls himself to his feet uh, and waving uh, Quackenbush to his feet like, come on, get up. As Quackenbush st uh, stumbles up, Super Dragon hits him with a UFO springboard spinning wheel kick to the back of Quackenbush's head. Uh, Super Dragon is in, is in a frenzy as he picks Quackenbush up and rushes into the corner for a sit-out buckle bomb transition into an SDF immediately. Quackenbush is screaming out into pain, trying not to tap out, trying to fight to break the hold. Finally, uh, Quackenbush gets to the ropes, but the ref doesn't make the break. Doesn't make him break the hold as the match has no disqualification. Quackenbush is losing it. He looks like he is about to tap. He's just about to tap, but he digs down deep and is able to pry Super Dragon's hands off him, cracking uh, and cracking Dragon with a back elbow smash. Quackenbush hits Super Dragon with a deja vu tilt world DDT. He follows up by Irish whipping Dragon into the corner. Quackenbush hits Dragon with a corner clothesline, followed immediately by a bulldog. But Super Dragon blocks the Bulldog, pushing Quackenbush off of him and onto the mat. As Quackenbush gets back up to his feet, he turns around to a stiff boot uh, to the midsection, followed by a Barry White driver, which is the razor's edge into a pile driver. Uh, Dragon rolls Quackenbush over and goes for the pin. One, two, kick out just before three. Super Dragon can't believe it. He signals for the end. He takes Quackenbush to the top rope or to the corner and hoists him up to the top rope. Super Dragon goes for his finish, the Psycho Driver, which is an inverted Death Valley driver off the top rope. But Quackenbush reverses it with elbows to the face. Uh, Quackenbush then grabs a double underhook and hits a sit-out double underhook powerbomb from the top rope. Quackenbush barely gets to his feet, pulls uh, Super Dragon up and hits a Quacken Driver, which is a standing iconoclasm, and goes for the cover. One, two, three. All right, I'm about ready. Okay. Um, so the match was incredible, right? Mm-hmm. The context for the match is nonsensical to me. Uh, like, I get that they've had matches before, right? Uh -huh. But what you gave us is like, they were rivals at another point, George agreed. Um, they, they were rivals at one point. Quackenbush is tired of losing, he makes an open challenge. And then he has this bloody fucking weapon, not weapon, but like stair spot, announcer table, Phoenix splash spot. Like, how long was this match? Like 30 minutes? Uh, Yeah, I have it. Hold on. This is a weekly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was 30 minutes. It's so yeah, like a 30-minute match with all this happening to open a developmental weekly show with no real build besides their rivals before. That's just really weird context for this match. NXT. But what, all that anything... shit happened on the, the takeovers, not on the weekly show. The weekly show was a bunch of squash matches with occasional good matches. And even those were like 20 minutes. They didn't have like announced table spots that often if ever, and, like, a lot of blood, you know what I mean? Yeah. This just feels, like, excessive for what the context is. And those matches were main events on the show, and this is the opener. This is just a really weird placement of this match. If this were a pay-per-view or even the main event of this show, it would make more sense. Uh, or if there's even, like, a promo build or something. But... Okay. You know what I mean? Not to take away from the match's quality, you're still going to get dollars off of that. Because if I'm watching this match, I'm still nutting when I watch the match. <laughs> um, but 
I'm like, what the hell is the context for this? Like, this is literally just Peter and the chicken on site for no reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm between two numbers. They're, they're pretty close to each other. I'm going to give this a three. Like, and, and like all three of those dollars are for the match quality because everything else about the context kind of pissed me off. Okay. <laughs> I agree with the context. I mean, it. so I've got questions, and I, okay. I'm sure I missed it. So we, we turn the show on, and and then it goes right – I mean, we go right to a match. Was yeah, there... so you have a – you turn the show on. There's – you get your little intro video like you, I mean, with any other show. And yeah. then from there, you go to um, a little – a slight – you see – Mike Quackenbush pacing back forth in the ring. Yeah, Quackenbush didn't even get an entrance, and he did all this in the match. You <laughs> hey, got the jobber entrance, right? I'm just trying match. to understand the <laughs> setup because again, I'm 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 looking I'm, for the show. I get that. I'm telling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. Um, also, that match was 22 minutes, not 30. Sorry, I missed missed. All that in 22 minutes, damn Kenny. 20. I don't feel like that was that. Much. That wasn't that much for 22. 22 minutes is a long match. It's a main event match. That is a long time. <laughs> You did do a lot, though. Um, so, uh, what was the question? Sorry. Okay, so you see that, and then you get a video package, a short video package that says, like, that's do the PTC.com exclusive interview where he makes the open challenge. Okay. And then the commentators are also going to be selling the the story of, oh, the stuff I gave you. He's been on a losing streak. He, asked, he did the open challenge. The open okay. challenge is answered by this guy who's been his rival, and they've been, they've had blood feuds everywhere they've gone okay um this i i think that the yeah the it just failed on on the setup for me um you you explaining it i'm just trying to imagine the way that it it flowed but i I a lot of the Okay, sorry, before you continue, just so everybody knows, I don't have to answer this question. A lot of the story of this, because it is an open challenge and it's a debut, is explained on commentary through the match. So the the only real story here is that he's been losing. He set up an open challenge. His open challenge was answered by a rival, his his biggest rival. And so this open challenge that he he had to snap his losing streak is one of his biggest challenges. I'd say if the commentary has to tell that story, you shave a few spots and have the commentary tell that story in real time. For okay, I, I just didn't think that... Yeah. I thought that the important details were there. Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously I was wrong, but... Yeah, the... the that was the... the yeah. It, I... Yeah. The, 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 we just need to know a little more about the story, especially if we're just... This is all we get. You know what I mean? Just okay, yeah. for... But I was... Honestly, I was just kind of mid on this. I, I've got to go with a 2.75. Okay. Okay, so I don't ca- I don't hate the like setup as nearly as much as they do. Um the guy I get it, he's losing open challenge. Some someone he's rivaled with comes out. You did more to explain the rivalry than AEW does usually. Um when somebody just shows up and it's on site. Um the, I wouldn't. It's not like a fantastic build, so I can't give you like a five. The match itself, though, is I think would be fire. 
Um, and the way, like, obviously the way you put it, the table spot, I don't, and I think that all that you can do that in 22 minutes and <clears throat> we're not doing like squash matches and shit on any of our cards. So I'm not going to like ding you or hit you for that. Uh, I, I do. Um, I think we've done some squashes before. Yeah, I was. I think all of us. Yeah, yeah. We know that. I'm not gonna around. lie. There's a squash match on this episode. I, I, have, a, I have a squash <laughs> match on my next card. So like, I don't yeah. think I've ever done outside of like my first book it ever. I think you got traumatized squash, out and of it. I got it, traumatized <laughs> out of it. Yeah, so I stopped doing squash matches. All my matches are competitive, but I don't. But they're also rivals, so I wouldn't expect it to be a squash match. Yeah, squash, yeah. squash just, matches um, are great. And it, on weeklies, I'll be honest. They they can tell a story really well, especially yeah, when like you're setting up. squash match. Um, you put a squash but... match on a pay per view. <laughs> like, no, I didn't um, put it on a pay per view. Oh, I was on the moment. I, really, I did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It has no place on a pay per view. People are paying money yeah. for that. <laughs> well, but, I mean, well, never mind. I'm not. It, it depends. I, I did it. Y'all rated it good too. <laughs> That's um, it, it, it depends. Kenny, hmm? who, who I, you squash? I, uh, Rue ones lost to uh, what you call it to uh, the bank. Oh, I did not rate that I, very well. <laughs> I could see like a debut match for like a Braun Strowman being a squash match on a pay per view. I feel like that that would be okay. It make it up to mid, but like it'd be right, great. Squash matches work. It, it depends on the context. Like, I don't the scene I, doing the right. squash match made sense. I don't the like squash debuts, but I don't like squash matches. Yeah, on pay-per-views. Unless I was gonna say something else and I forgot, but let's move on. Uh but I'm gonna give you a four. I think the match is really good. Um there isn't a ton of like build to it, so I can't give you like a five or higher than a four, but I think the match was really good. So okay. four. So just out of curiosity, just just for so we're setting the precedent. A match alone can't get a five. Unless it's you really can hard. unless you can tell no, a match alone cannot. I don't okay. think a match alone I, can. I, I just want the one precedent to be set. I just want to know if that's there's, there's got to be. Wasn't, this is, a, this is one of those matches where there's not supposed to be like this isn't months and months of promos and feuds. Well, I get it, but it could so be. I just, want, I just want to make sure that there's not a. I mean, not for you yeah. specifically, I, Mike. You I had other problems. I uh, I actually don't know how to answer that question. I think there's an exception for every rule, but generally speaking, no. Okay. I agree with John. Where I would say most of the time, I don't can't think of an, a time where just the match got a five. Like I've had it where I've written a, like a killer match and the build was like okay. Yeah. So you and I got a four. I got ding for it. So I think yeah. that's like I think it's gonna be almost impossible. At least in five, it's no impossible. Bit with just the match. For okay. me, again, it, yeah, it's it's an exception, not a rule. But for me, it's probably harder because the match is the least important part for me. Okay, so a debut could never get a five either, then, because no, you can build you can build a story right before the match. I I pro- like you can find a way to build a, some sort of story. Well, okay. The thing is, is that if I'm like excited enough for the thing, my objective taste would go out the window, and I'd be like, okay, I'm popping for this so hard <laughs> that I'm gonna give it a five. Let's say yeah, for example, like Dolph Ziggler gets cut right by right. WWE, he goes to AEW. No matter what they do, when he shows up, it's getting a five. Like, I think the matchup <laughs> also could have a lot to do with it, but I, I do think you can you could still have a story in okay. prior, before, after. Like there could be some sort of something. All right, just so y'all know, this is this is match one, and we're twenty minutes in, and it didn't take that long for me to say it. So it's not. There's been a lot of discussion here, but Kenny, go ahead and get grade me so we can move on. <laughs> 
Oh, um, I gave I gave you a I gave you a three point five. Okay, three point five. Jamal, what did you give him again? I forgot what you gave him. A four. Four. Okay. Damone rides for pizza. I didn't really have too much to say about it. I mean, I'm not there yet. I mean, I try to put you on these people while we're going to say on that. But I, I already gave you your credit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I'm going to talk my shit. Uh, I wouldn't have known about either one of these people if it wasn't for Kenny. Are you happy now? Yes, I am happy. Okay, okay there you go. <laughs> that's all I want. Okay, so knowledge, you're a jackass. <laughs> that's, that's, all all want that's all I want. <laughs> Acknowledge me. All right. Acknowledge me. Just acknowledge me. That's all I care about. All right. So, uh, GZ Television Champion Chris Candido and GZ Tag Team Champions Maven Ooh. and Kenny Dykstra. <laughs> you no, I know about Chris Candido. I watched the original ECW, baby. No, I said the. G- I said you said the GZ. GZ like Ground Zero. I thought you said GZ. I said, bro, what? <laughs> Are you saying? Like, Wait a minute. What? You got the snow on here. The, the show. Jizzy. Jizzy. Is it like a white? <laughs> Wait, oh, no, I thought he was talking about Young Jeezy, the rapper. I thought he was talking about the Ground Zero Television Champion Chris Candido and Ground Zero Tag Team Champions Maven and Kenny Dykstra are a faction That's called nasty. The Future. The Future comprised of future stars of this industry, three men who are willing to bet everything that they are the future PTC World Champions. The three men walk down to the ring for a promo as the crowd boos them. Candido, Maven, and Dykstra look to the crowd smugly. Candido then grabs the mic and begins to speak. For months, the future has been more like the present. A few months ago, three young men walked into Ground Zero, the place where they say legends are built. Three young men prove that they are here to be those legends. Three young men willing to throw everything at this dream. Three young men willing to do everything it takes, willing to go to any length to chase their dreams and hopefully catch it by the tail and let it ride, ride it off into the sunset. Two months ago, those three young men walked into Ground Zero Arena about to get their first ever ch- uh, championship opportunity. I went toe-to-toe with the supposed heart and soul of Ground Zero, Just Incredible, and I ripped that heart out and watched the soul slip away, beating him with the blonde bombshell, taking this Ground Zero television championship home with me. Maven walks in front of Chris Candido and begins to speak. And then it was time for me and Dykstra com- to complete the prophecy. Uh, can, that can, very night. Can I what? cut in real quick? Yeah. Do they come out to Maven's old theme song? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that improves it a little bit. <laughs> that song's fire. I, 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 I don't think about theme songs very much. <laughs> Start. <laughs> uh, that very night, Maven and Kenny Dykstra closed the show. Or I'm, I'm speaking in my normal, but hold on. Let me restart from where Maven takes over. Maven walks in front of Chris Candido and begins to speak. And then it was time for me and Dykstra to complete the prophecy. That very night, Maven and Kenny Dykstra disclosed or closed the show that Chris Candido opened by winning the Ground Zero Television Championship. Kenny Dykstra and, main event, and Maven would main event against the British Bulldogs for the Ground Zero Tag Team Championships. Kenny Dykstra walks up to the front now to continue the promo. And when the wave of the future hit, those old geezers knew the future was now. One night, three young men became three of the four champions on this brand. Chris Candido takes center stage once again. For two months, the future has run ground zero. And now a couple of pool hall darlings got a wild hair up their ass and want to try to step up to the plate. Maven chimes in. Only one problem. 
Those backyard brats DIY have stepped up to the plate time and time again, but every single time, Kenny Dykstra finishes the sentence, they struck out. Chris Candido takes over once again. Now a guy that took it, who took his name from a shoe brand wants to step into the limelight against the best in the business. Let me tell you something, Chucky. This ain't no bar with a few drunks watching. This isn't your best buddy's backyard with 15 family members in attendance. This is as big as it gets. The future is at our best when the lights shine the brightest. Maven steps in. Chuck Taylor and DIY were at their best when nobody was watching. Kenny Dykstra uh, begins to talk now. Tonight we show you why we are the best in the world, why the world is betting on our future, and why your future is a mirror of your past. Wrestling in broken down venues in front of tens of fans. Tonight you learn, all three men chant, we are the future and the future is now. Finn. <laughs> all right. Um, there were some good bars in there. There were some bars that were really corny. <laughs> The talent like the, combination like is the wild hair up the ass. And... Yeah, and like the, the chanting "the future is now" is corny, but the yeah, line with the, the, the "they struck out" line was pretty good, and the tens of fans was good. So there were some good bars in there. There were some nasty ones. The talent combo is disgusting. <laughs> like, like that you can't is... judge me just because of who they are, though. That's I know, I know. But when you say judge me what I gave you, don't judge me on what you think they're getting. They are. I'm just gonna say when you give me Chris Candido, which is fine in and of himself with. Kenny Dykstra and Maven feuding <laughs> with Just Incredible. That's filthy, bro. Like right. that's Fair putrid. Um, but um, off the segment alone, hmm. I think there was more corny bars than good bars, but the good bars were pretty solid. Um, I think this is a little bit below mid, but right. not too much for me. I'm going to give this a 2.6. It's not quite a 2.5, but I can't quite give it a 2.75. Okay. I can't, right. even give, I can't give it a Travis mid, okay. but I can give it a little bit below. <laughs> so I'm a firm believer that this is wrestling and corny is what wrestling is. You're getting a five from me. Oh Let's God. fucking go, Mike. I fucking Let's hate fucking this guy. <laughs> wait, wait. But, like, there's good corny, and then there's, like, be- you know – I'm not gonna convince. Yeah, this is his, this is re- this is him repaying him for the fucking glacier Hogan. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna wait for Mike to get back. I'm gonna chew him out. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be. And when Mike gets back, he's gotta hear what I have to say. <laughs> That's me promoting my promo. Uh, he's got he's got what what does he say on Festivus? He's got some got some uh, air my grievances. Oh yeah yeah, he's got some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some problems with you people. You're gonna hear about him. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um, this was, uh, so this this was this was nasty. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is this was disgusting. Um, I like this fact. You really put a whole bunch of this felt like you should it. <laughs> this felt like when <laughs> a whole bunch of like draft bust going up. Is what this felt like. It's the New York <laughs> Giants. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, let's make them a team and talk about how they're going to be potentially the best ever. It's, I, they're I not busts in this universe. I know, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a 1.25. I Jesus. hate it. Yeah. Jesus it, it wasn't straight, it was a straight 0.5. All right, Damone, you got to wait a second. Mike's back in shot. <laughs> Hold on. It was a 0.5, but what? What brought it up? What gave me those extra 75 cents? 
Oh, were you asking me? Yeah, because you said it was, it no, was no, a no, point no, five. No, I said, no, no, I, I didn't give I didn't give you a point five. Point five means there's no creativity. Oh, okay. None, none of that. But, but yeah, it was still nasty. It, it was nasty. I just want to let you know that. So I agree. <laughs> the team in in real wrestling is disgusting. No, I agree. <laughs> but I do. I I get what you're going for. It is very generic. We're the future. Like and like them like saying the future is now. Like that's very cookie cutter. Um, I do think I think I wish that you switched out the leader. I kind of wish Kenny Dykstra was the leader in this, not mm-hmm. Dino. Let's go. I wish you switched those two out. So I wish Kenny yeah, that was man the had a sick leg drop. Dino was you really the, did. <laughs> was for all the, the things he didn't have, he had a nice leg drop. <laughs> he should have been. Um, I'll just say that for you. If he had got <laughs> if he had gotten pushed though, he'd be walking like Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you a three. Okay. Like, I do agree there were a lot of corny lines in there. Like, not, and like, I agree, not all were good. Corny can be good, but then there's oh, like. Oh, Mike's going to hear about is, it. This is cringy, Corny. I, I don't <laughs> care if, tra- if Travis is well into his next match. If Mike comes back into shot, he's taking a break <laughs> okay, and he's getting electric. There he, oh, okay, is. there he is. All right, bet. There he is. All right, Michael, get them headphones on. <laughs> all right michael i gotta talk to you all right <laughs> man okay I, I get that wrestling's corny but yeah. there's like there's like fun entertaining good corny like macho man and even sometimes mm-hmm. prime hogan but then yeah. there's like cookie cutter corny and like just walking trope corny and that's what this is and i just can't live with you giving this a five i, just nope, gotta, tell five. You, I, just, I gotta air my grievances and talk tell you shit, mike talk that it is a thousand percent of five. It is okay. Wild. It is wrestling. You're if there's wild. any industry that it is okay to be corny, it is fucking wrestling. You're just saying because it's wrestling, it could be bad. <laughs> That's why wrestling got worse. Wrestling is the corniest industry in all of sports and in all of entertainment. It is, but like there's also like he said, all sports entertainment. Like, yeah, but like it's also yeah, at its sports it's, and entertainment. At its worst, it's this. At its best, no. it's pretty good. No, no, it's not at its worst. It's this. I, okay, I think there's two different kinds of corny. Like, I think Hogan, not nah, like Hogan, or Hogan is corny. Is the worst thing. The like, entire corny. 1980s like, job gimmick era was fucking corny, and it got yes. over as shit. No, so this is okay. It literally almost killed WWF. <laughs> <laughs> Why they were dying? Well, it didn't. No, in <laughs> the eighties it was good. It wasn't the eighties. There was a problem. Is when they went into the nineties, they just didn't adapt. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't adopt the or adapt to the the times. The job giving sucks. Read the room. There was like one good one. Undertaker. I'm giving you a five. That's it. Yeah, well, Kane. Fuck you. Kane was corny as shit. Kane didn't have a job. He wasn't a job person. No, Kane did not have a job, but the entire gimmick is corny. Like, think about it. It is. It's all it's corny to a degree. It's not okay. the same kind of corny, though. Travis, you got a five for me. Thank you, bud. It's not all corny. CM Punk is not corny. CM Punk is a fucking corniest. Oh, He's shut the fuck up. I agree with him. Fuck that. I, 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 I agree with him even more. Listen to Mike talk right now. He's pissing me off. Is corny as shit. It, it, but it's original. Uh, never mind. You know what? I'm not going to extend this any further. Fuck you. You're wrong. That was a Tra- fucking original. <laughs> because nobody ahead, had brought Travis. that world into wrestling before. Anyways. Uh, because I, I, Travis. 
Yeah. Travis continue. Please do better. Um, yeah, so Nakamich, Noku, and Charlie Austin have been tagging on the main roster for a few months now, but they have been on quite a uh, losing streak. Tonight, the two friends and partners go one-on-one in a friendly matchup. So they both come out. Charlie Haas and Takamichi Noku shake hands in the center of the ring and begin circling each other. Uh, they come together for a collar and elbow tie-up, and Haas uh, grabs a headlock, transitioning, that was hard for me to say, into a behind-the-back wrist lock. Haas shoots Michinoku into the ropes and answers with an arm drag. Michinoku rolls back to his feet and hits the ropes again, and Haas hits another arm drag. Um... Again, Michinoku rolls up to rolls up and hits the ropes. Uh, this time, Haas hits a back body drop. Haas looks down at his friend and smiles before helping Michinoku to his feet, and both men start circling the ring again. Haas shoots him for a double leg takedown, hoisting Michinoku into the air, but Michinoku uses the momentum to reverse it, making uh, Haas tumble back to the ropes, and Michinoku locks in the tarantula. Uh, Michinoku breaks the hole just before the five count from the referee, but he scrambles to maintain momentum, jumping the top to the top rope. And diving down, diving down onto uh, Charlie Haas with a diving senton. Michinoku rolls to his feet and hits the ropes, running back to the center of the ring and hitting Charlie Haas with a pump kick. Uh, Michinoku goes again uh, to the ropes, bouncing back and sprinting at Haas, but Haas reverses and hits him with an inverted atomic drop. As Michinoku pulls himself to his feet, Charlie Haas hits him with an overhead belly-to-belly suplex. As Michinoku is selling and writhing on the mat, Haas hits a shoot kick to the back of Michinoku. Haas pulls Michinoku up and Irish whips him into the ropes. Uh, Michinoku answers with a running elbow smash, knocking Haas on his back. Michinoku goes to the corner and sizes Haas up, and as Haas gets up, Michinoku goes for a super kick, but catches but Haas catches his foot and locks in the Haas of pain. Michinoku is screaming out and selling the pain and trying not to tap out. Finally, he's able to go to the bottom, get to the bottom rope for a rope break. Haas breaks the hold and welcomes Michinoku back to the center of the ring once again. The two of them grab a collar and elbow tie-up. Haas then gets again gets the upper hand, grabbing a, a waist lock and then blasting Michinoku with a German suplex. Haas then grabs a headlock on Michinoku, holding him down on the mat. Michinoku is able to work up to his feet, but Haas holds the headlock still until Michinoku is, uh, hits Charlie Haas with a back suplex. Michinoku follows up uh, immediately with a tornado DDT. Michinoku then jumps on Haas and locks in a crossface with Haas's arm grapevine. Haas is in trouble. It, he is screaming out and kicking his feet on the mat. Eventually, Haas pull, pushes himself up to a three-point base. He then is able to hoist uh, Michinoku up in the air and hit him with an Olympic slam. Haas immediately grabs the ankle of Michinoku and locks in an ankle lock, and now Michinoku is the one in trouble. Eventually, Michinoku works himself to a three-point base and rolls forward to break the ankle lock and send Charlie Haas into the ropes. Haas bounces back off the ropes. He turns right into a Michinoku driver, and Taka Michinoku covers Haas for the one, two, three. All right, here's my question. <coughs> if there's more after this that ties into this, is all get graded yeah, together? Yeah, all get graded. Yeah, you might as well just okay. say Yeah. Okay. So Charlie Haas is sitting in the corner looking disappointed as Taka Michinoku celebrates. Uh, Michinoku goes to pull Charlie Haas up to his feet, and Charlie shrugs him away. Taka doesn't understand as he tries to shake Charlie's hand, but Haas smacks his hand away and starts to walk off. But Taka grabs him by the shoulder to stop him, trying to figure out what was going on with him. Charlie Haas turns around, blasts Taka Takamichi Noku with a stiff right hand followed by a hostile takeover scoop lift DDT. Uh, Charlie Austin throws Takamichi Noku over the top rope and onto the floor. Haas goes out after him and Irish whips Takamichi Noku into the steel steps. He then props um, Michinoku up against the steps and goes to grab a steel chair. Haas props a steel chair between the bottom rope and the canvas, sandwiching Michinoku's face between the chair and the steel posts. 
Haas sizes him up for a super kick, but he hit, hesitates for just a second, thinking about his friendship, but he lines up again for a super kick. Just before he goes for the kick, Funaki's music hit and fu- hits, and Funaki makes the rush out to make the save. Haas rushes out of the ringside area through the timekeeper's area, jumping over the barricade into the crowd while Funaki checks on his friend. Uh, Haas had grabbed a mic when he jumped into the crowd and begins shouting to Michinoku. Taka, we've spent a long time together, running up and down these roads, but I'll be damned if I play second fiddle to anybody. All my life, all my career, I've been just happy to be invited. I've always been the bridesmaid, never the bride, and damn it, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of seeing all my partners and all of my friends climb the ladder, and I sit on the sidelines as a supportive sidekick. No more. No more! I am as good as any man in the world, and I can be anybody on any given night. I'm done with fun competition. I'm done being supportive. I'm done being happy to be invited. I am going to scratch, claw, and stomp on everybody on my way to the top. We're better than the start. We're better to start than right at home. Taka, I'm making an example out of you. I'm going to make you my first victim. Charlie Haas stares out at Taka Michinoku and Funaki from the crowd with a resentful look on his face. Now you can grade it. There's one line that you said that really resonated with me. Um, no more! <laughs> I want no more of this. Travis, I cried both laughing and having a breakdown during this. I'm so what, what, what set you over the edge? Uh, I don't even know, man. Does he sound louder to anybody? I, I did yell. Um, I, uh, this this gave me terminal illness. Uh, What's wow. bad about it? You, Is that you why you're wearing a hat? Me. You're not even. You're not giving me anything to. Okay. To build okay. Off of I'll go off. Like... Yeah. Sorry. I, I had to get my ropes off. Anyways, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go to the constructive part. Uh, this feels like if you automate a video game, this is what you get. Like from the friendly competition, guy mad he loses. Winner tries to comfort. Loser attacks. That's how that trope works. It's it's wrestling. Mike, it is nothing but the trope. Shut up. It is the trope. It's it's a literal. Add something. Be original. It's the turn. Be original. I don't know. There's nothing to this but a trope. I was given nothing but a trope. Okay. Like, there was no, like. That's how tropes work. Well, add something to it. You're you're excusing me in generic. Like, this is literally automated. It It is a. Yeah, it this be is a, a vomited out. It is a automated ass story. Mike, I've defended this. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm more defending the the idea of tropes because you do <laughs> tropes. Everyone does something. tropes. Yeah, everybody no. does. Tro- no, you don't. You, you just don't always. You think you do. You that's what I'm saying. Like that's what usually this when you add nothing. something to a trope is when you do that random shit that gets you points off because you just did something random to be random. It's different. <laughs> I had something. That's that's both. Charlie Haas has said both of these nuts before attacking him. It would have been at least fun. (laughs) But I had no fun. I had no fun. (laughs) Anyways, uh, back to the point. Because there because there's not like promo builds and all that. I feel like that's hurting these because like there was nothing said or done that made this different than any other friendship build. You know what I mean? And then I'm going off the match, which was just competent. Like the match was, nobody's gonna botch to make this horrible match, right? But it's okay. But can I stop you there for just one second? Because I, I feel like I'm getting conflicting opinions now. Okay. You told me in the first match that nobody, they're not having this good of matches on developmental, and then I give you a competent match, and you're complaining it's not good enough. I don't. What do you want? Okay. So. <laughs> I, I, I just want I just want consistency from your right. answers. That's all I want. Let me explain then. Okay. So, 
The first one was like a fucking like pay-per-view main event with no context, right? That's weird. To open a developmental, giving him a job or entrance and all that, right? It was just very weird. Okay. But I still gave that a mid-score because I said the match was fantastic, right? Because it was. Okay. Uh, in this case, what surrounds the match is not very good to me. But okay. also the match isn't adding anything to make it better. So if this had been also a barn burner match like the first one, you'd still get a mid-score because everything around it's nasty because the match is fantastic. But with gotcha. this, the match isn't saving it. It's just like, no, it's just there. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so the match is there. The build around it is nasty. And I don't like that this went to a, re- a reunion of like an underwhelming existing team. Uh, I don't know. The payoff just wasn't there. You don't like tying ca- they were fine. They were fine. Like, but oh, it's not necessarily a reunion. They're just friends. You're the you're the main proprietor of having friends on the. You nut over three count. Hold on, you nut over three count. But you're you're not you're uh, Kaintai. Just okay. How many good songs does Kaintai have? I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not singing along with Kaintai. I'm singing along with three count. Shut up. Look at verse. We gotta put Kaintai with Danhausen. To complete the evil, that would be better. evil trio. Oh my bad. god, Mike. Mike, you're pissing evil me off. Evil three versus the chosen contrarian motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyways, uh, just to get back to the number, all that is to say, I didn't, I, I, I just didn't enjoy it very much. The I don't actually hate you. I want you to know. I love Thank, you. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> What's your number? Uh, I'm going to go with a 1.5. There was wow. competent stuff there, but like, I okay. was not vibing with this, and it. I'm spiraling, okay. man. Yeah, it's like, like old, wow. <laughs> it's like this one. Um, Actually, sorry, that was. I'm gonna go 1.75. I'm being a dick. 1.75. I'm confused. I, I got, like I could see it being bad, but I was like, man. Yeah. Sorry, uh, 1.75 is where I rest. <laughs> so I'm not like adding asshole points to it. There we go. You know, I um, wish you would have these fucking like mind-altering things when I you low, rate me low. Fuck. What do you mean? Like, like, wait, you want him to rate Do we you need to lower? shame you more? Is that what's going on? Like, I, I've my average for Travis is not well right now. You don't want to <laughs> be in his shoes. Don't trade places with him because you have probably averaged like two points higher from me than you will from him. Like, yeah. relax. Mike, <laughs> like, um, what do you? Or Demone, you want to go next? Yeah, I agree with most pretty much everything John said. I get what you're saying is it's a trope, but like. I don't care about these people enough to overcome that trope, if that makes sense. Like, no, I'm not... it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. So, so I have a question, though. I have a question. We though. weren't given if, anything and I'm else. Not, I'm not arguing. I'm literally, I don't know what I could have done better here. So I'm not, I let, guess me ask this let, me, let me ask you this, okay? Because you're saying, you're saying your problem is you don't care enough about these people. I put them on a, I took them from my main <laughs> roster and put them onto a developmental brand and split them up as a tag team, turn one of them heel, what more can I do in one episode beyond that? that prom- the, the promo could have been better, first the, of all. I do agree the promo could have been okay. better, but that's also part of the risk you took when you decided to no, do your No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm saying, like, what I'm because, saying is, because you don't have I, the existing builds so you just the, care about this right. tag team. Right. Uh, and that, no, that's no the this na- tag team has been on my main roster. You guys have been I, hearing about this tag team being a job tag team the entire time we've done the Booker Travis, we don't remember your job or tag teams. I hate to break that's it to you. That's part of the That was part of my build. I told you that. I said they were on the main roster losing all their matches. So they come down to the... Yeah, but I... Like I said, I, that doesn't I improve it for me. They, all right, yeah, I forgot they... Y'all are telling me to give, me, this, give you more detail. Just so you know. Every match, yeah. everything so far, you said give me more detail. 
So when yeah, I can get a six-hour fucking it, show, it's, yeah, because this is you're weird detail us, that you're giving us, and not like because you're giving us is, a plate of parsley with no meat. No, <laughs> I understand what you're doing. <laughs> the, the thing is, that was funny, John. That was funny. That was funny. The Go thing ahead, is, say that. I I understand what you're doing. You can't. You you're giving us. There's a build. It's just not. We're seeing the first week of an actual build on yeah. top of an existing pre like build individually for a history people. a history yes i get it you have to start somewhere it's just weird that you're starting he's got to start somewhere it's I not guess he... That he has to start somewhere but i just like this is the breakup of a tag team what? i didn't give a shit we're about. tuning <laughs> into this <laughs> we're up, tuning into this every, they can break so, up so every that's my question week. that's my question about how do i make you care if I can't make, like, have had to release him? No, I'm saying you would have had to have, like, at the beginning of this story, like, if you gave me, like, way more detail at the beginning, maybe, of this build, like, you gave me just a very quick rundown of, oh, they've been a tag team, oh, they, they were losing, and now I, they I, broke I, up. I, I, if I, you I, gave I, me, like, and... more build up into this point, maybe I would care more about them breaking up, as opposed to this is, like, the equivalent of... I'm trying to think of a jobber tag team in AEW. Like if Jinder Mahal and what's his face broke up, right? Shanky. Now. Uh, Shanky. Also, yeah. you could have added some drama like in that. the match yeah. too. Like you could have had Taka being more disrespectful during the match that set Charlie over the edge. That yeah, could just, have been some drama you added with the match. Or Tanner's promo could have been better. Like you could have just planted seeds for that breakup that weren't there. But it's just like okay. Charlie's pissed he lost. Boom, I'm evil now. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. It felt yeah, automated. It felt video gamey. Yeah, it okay. felt like just copy and paste, pit random person in. But Taka was like beating in. him in like chain wrestling and like maybe like giving him light smacks on the head, to like disrespect him or something. That could have yeah, set him like off. like he like, out wrestles Charlie, like and then disrespects him like, in some way. I don't. Yeah. Know, I feel like disrespect makes Taka feel like the bad guy there. Yeah, but right. it's like, if you're playing friends, like, fucking around, you know what I mean? Also, sympathetic heel, which doesn't make sense. But like if they're like fucking I, around his friends though, and like Taka does something to piss him off, like friendly trash talk. I don't know. Like, well, he did. He won the match. That's what. That's what pissed him off. But I, I feel like it needs more than that. He, and it, it broke him. He was sick of yeah, losing. I just feel like <laughs> all right. you of all people, John, should understand what it feels like to be broken from losing. Uh, you're you're about to feel that. So, Travis, you're about to fall below me in the rankings tonight. So I wouldn't say. Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, Demone. I just feel like there was no heat to this. Okay. Um, the match itself, like John, I don't. It's an okay match. It's good, not great. Um, I'm gonna give you a two. Okay. Bad guy. Kenny. Okay. Kenny. Um, I I do agree with him as well. I. It, it just felt like just like how he said it was like it was a boring tag team that we didn't care nothing about because like because they didn't bring any personality to it. That's that's the that's the that's the thing they were trying to say. There's no personality to this okay. team already. So the fact that when they do break up, why should we care? And that's the kind of thing like it, and just like how you said like Jinder Mahal and it's, it's, that's like that. It's like that Jinder Mahal and them trying to have that barbershop moment and it doesn't we don't care like that. So it's like we had a moment like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> that's just it. That's how it's going to be. Like, like you dropping Nikki it. Ash breaking up. Like, okay. Broke up. <laughs> yeah. Good. It just, it just but, that, but they're still going to have to break up. That's the thing. That's the... They can't no, just I, randomly I mean, stop, I mean, I stop get, being attacked. I mean, we got to like it. <laughs> I get that, no, I didn't say you like, have to like it. I've never said that. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying like, that's why we're saying what we're saying. But, <laughs> like, but where John was coming from with it, like which I do agree with as well, is 
be, you have to set the seed. So like, so maybe you can have them hanging out. You can show them hanging out more and stuff like that. So this way you, you can care a little bit. So maybe they may not be like the most charismatic tag team, but at least you can be like, okay, we see they're good friends and we see that this is this. All we know is that they suck. And then dude got to start sucking. <laughs> so he beat him up. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm just saying what it is. Okay. That's, that's what it was. So we, it, that, that would have helped it out. In my opinion. If maybe if they just showed them be friends first. Yeah, you could have really done something cool here where like you planted seeds throughout the rest of your earlier book adverse where like we got more in depth with Charlie and well they him, kept losing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. But they, <laughs> it was like they were the they were the yada yada in the losing. Exactly. Part. That's were, that's their story. That's the story. Thank you. Yeah, that's the story. I, I, get, I get that. Mike, I, like, I'm so sick of your shit. <laughs> The I'm about to go air you out in Ohio right now. I'm so sick of this. And, and, and I'm getting in the fucking offer. car right now. I'm missing work the rest of the week. I, under, the I understand is, it. The story oh is God. literally Charlie Haas is sick of being a job. Charlie Haas has hit rock bottom. Can he go get my boy? So he's sick of losing. The story was they kept losing. He's sick of losing. Now he's going to come up on the buildup on this new developmental brand. And I hear what y'all saying. I hear what y'all saying. But the thing is, Right now, why do I care? Right, exactly. We don't care. That's the thing. Like, like, like we That's get fair. okay. He's he's tired of losing, but things we don't care because we know, like, we don't know shit about him besides him being a jobber. Because all we know from him in the, in the main brand, you suck there, and now you're down here. You're mad at your teammate because y'all suck. That's I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I didn't. I was just saying that that's the story. This that what you just said I, is the right. story. You can don't. Yeah, yeah. You can not care, and you can no. not like it. That's fine. But don't say that there's no story because there is a story. It's been there, there the whole time. You guys. And, just don't and, and, like and the, the thing story. is too. And things like. But the thing is like where you had that. You uh, could have like you could have did more with the like this like they said the promo thing like you could did more with the promo to make us feel me, bro please. Like, <laughs> so we can feel more heat towards him because all we know is oh damn he's on his teammate but, but he's getting the heat like he's building that's what this all is. More, he's building the heat. No, like and, it's and being I, I know, built. I know he's building. This the, the point is, of the week. Travis's is, show broke me. Mike's judging of Travis's show broke me. I'm looking at it. From the story point, from the story aspect, where he's how he's building the show, where okay. it is, Just give and him where it's gonna go. I'm not giving him a five, it's not a five. I'm not gonna say it's a five. 4.75. Go with a three and a half. I, I like God. I like the story, I like the inklings, I like what's being placed here. It's thank you, Mike. It's the beginning of a story. But if last round we don't get a payoff. So He's not going out. back We're to not. his last this round. We're not problem. getting any payoff. Well, I'm telling <laughs> him now he needs to find a way to get me a payoff. We're not. Well, when he does it, his yeah, fucking main roster pay per view next show, I hope he deducts something from somewhere. Mike, he robbed you. He doing shit. Well, for this story, that's what I'm going with. I can't promise next one. Let's. I need psychiatric help. I'm going to be institutionalized. I will say. I will say on my main roster pay per view, there is at least one. Uh, developmental brand match. That's why I did this show. I'm getting a second Baja Blast, and I'm not gonna fucking sleep tonight. I can't Mike, take he this. He's down and got you. He well, for this this match, that's what I'm going with. We'll see what happens next. Yeah, but... he's not doing anything else with this match. I understand that. I, you know, I, I get that. I'm not. Mike, say, Mike, I'm, 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 I'm over that. Back. You ain't get that call back, like you think. <laughs> Look, call you back. what I'll have him do is he's just gonna write me a personal booking. I'll do that. I'll do that, Mike. I'll give you. I'll tell you what. Yeah. 
for yeah. this match only. I this that what I just went over now that I know is not going to go for any of the rest of this pay per view. First, I want to see the last episode, but the show's already canceled. Like, bro, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> no There's more. no more seasons coming. Out. I mean, that's how Firefly <laughs> felt. Like, it's just it's over. And this is it. They no more. You don't get a series finale or anything. <laughs> this, the show's over. It's Resident Evil. But go, go ahead. <laughs> Did he freeze? Frozen. Yeah, he's frozen. Well, if you don't want to be frozen, or if you want to be, or, or if you are frozen and you need a little loving in your life, so a cold dildo in your body and the bodies you're loving deserve nothing but the best. Organic Loving is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products from body-safe adult toys to sex-positive books and erotic seminars. Organic Loving's online store has everything you and your partner or partners could ever need to heat things up. And right now, your friends at T13 Media want to take 10% off of your next order. Just go to OrganicLovin.com and use promo code T1THREE like the sound the bed makes when you check out. Organic Lovin. Love organically, purely, deeply, boldly. Oh, and if you need get this energy, motherfucker off the big screen. If, if, <laughs> if you need some energy after what you just what you what we just all went through. <laughs> What? <laughs> what the fuck is? I can't take this oh. anymore. He sent me some energy and played the intro. <laughs> Please say. I, I hit the wrong button. That's my bad. You scared? Are you tired? Tired of those other energy drinks hitting you with a short burst of jittery energy, followed by a crash that leaves you with less energy than you had before? Well, fear not, because Ray's energy drinks are specifically formulated to get you going without making you jittery and keeps you from crashing. With zero sugars, zero calories, and better caffeine than a cup of coffee, Ray's energy drinks are the number one growing energy drink on the market. With flavors like Baja Lime, Sour Gummy Worm, Guava Mango, and Strawberry Colada, Ray's has some of the best tasting energy drinks available. You can get a case of Ray's right now by going to repsports.com and using promo code T1THREE when you check out to take 15% off of your next order. That's promo code T1THREE for 15% off your next order of better, tastier energy. That was my bad. I accidentally <laughs> pressed. I was I pressed the wrong button and I was not paying attention oh at all. God. So he said you guys need energy and then scared us. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Travis's internet crashed because his provider heard the fucking hotline. I had to call it this episode. <laughs> This is fucking sickening. We'll wait for him to come back, which he'll be coming back in just a second. Uh, let's do a guest the wrestler. I was just about to say we should do a guest the wrestler. Are we waiting? Don't yeah. worry, that's probably what Travis's roster is composed of. <laughs> is it Takamichinoku? <laughs> is it Funaki? <laughs> it is. Yeah, there would be a lot of good guest the wrestlers for that one. Uh, this wrestler is a two-time Florida Championship Wrestling Tag Team Champion. With David Epico. Was I right? No, that's oh. not right. That's Rowling. Champion. Tag team champion. The Miz. His his tag team partner was Epico. No, Miz was in OVW. His, his was who? Epico was his tag team partner. 
Epico. So probably late 2000s. And you said uh, who's the partner again? Who's Epico. Remo? No, the other one. <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, oh no, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been too easy. Yeah, well. Um, is it is it Hunico? Nope. Is That's it? Too easy. Man, uh, we're gonna feel really bad if it's. You want another clue? Yeah. Uh, this he's also an NXT one a one time NXT tag team champion, and they also won a Sami Zayn contenders ch- tor- tournament. And his partner was Kalisto there. Is it... Uh, Sin Cara. Kushida. It is Sin Cara. Wait, then, then Hunuko was right. Oh, shit, I got one right. Wait, no, I got that. Hunuko was right then. I was said Sin Cara. Yeah. Hunuko, yes, yes. Hunuko was Sin Cara, yes. In 2014. But yeah. he wasn't Hunuko anymore, so... I'm not well, I guess the right <laughs> I'm the goat. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. I don't Mike. care. I still got one. No, I, know I got it. Fuck you. First of all, I know they're the same person, so I didn't go off you. <laughs> Fuck you. I still got something right. You did. You used me as a clue. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> use you as a clue. I didn't even know they were the same so fucking person. Fucking Do you really think Mike knew they were the same person? <laughs> I don't know. I, I sometimes Mike, I think you and Travis. I am going to person. fill a pillowcase full of bars what? of soap and beat the shit out <laughs> of you. Know the the what? No, uh, you and John. Oh well, that couldn't be farther from the truth. Apparently, based on our our likes and dislikes here, <laughs> you're just two different AI. I feel programs. like I feel like PTC and BBW are like rivals, polar opposites of one another. Y'all got y'all y'all are smoke at first sight. Yeah, but here's the thing. I've done more business with BBW than I have any other brand. Hey, the biggest rivals are always friends have behind you? the We've scenes. We've done some pretty big business. We switched time slots. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Me and you're right. It, that, was a, that, was, that was a pretty RCW big... Uh, might, be a, might be bigger than you, You John, gave me sorry. a whole division. That was just that was just like that was like a liquidation sale. <laughs> I, I, I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> I got. Did I get a free Shark Tank? I'm you so got their you got their contracts pennies on the dollar. You got you got the fucking triple cage for free. <laughs> I'm, I'm he so he got the fucking sweatshop deals. <laughs> he really did. He got fucking Tommy Dreamer, Dusty Rhodes, and the fucking triple cage match. And Demo went to the outlet store for wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. <sighs> All right, y'all ready? Anyway, Travis went to the outlet store for this damn show. They ready for the next mid card match? Eight train mid card. A train versus Sean Spears. <laughs> they're all gonna be mid cards. I mean, they're, it's a fucking. Oh, I'm thinking A train from from the boys. I'm like, wait a minute. Why right, would A train match some nasty? Besides the first one, it's so nasty. My well, stomach it's hurts. To be nasty, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> so, I'm just literal pain. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's go. I feel like I feel like uh, Chef O'Reilly right now. Chef Boy O'Reilly. I'm just cooking it up. Yeah, yeah, this, this right. is as bad as Chef O'Reilly, so... Uh, <laughs> I love it. This is All what right. Chef O'Reilly prepares in the kitchen. <laughs> Alright, motherfucker, shut up. Y'all wanna get through this, let me fucking do my job. Okay. Honky Tonk Man and Johnny B. Batter in the ring right now for a promo. And Honky Tonk Man begins to speak. As the crowd boos him. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the king of rock and roll. Johnny B. Bad chimes in now. And I'm the creator originator, innovator, and emancipator of soul. Some of you like you don't know who we are, so we gotta reintroduce ourselves. I'm the prettiest of 12 siblings, and I'm damn sure the toughest of them, too. Woo! 
Ow, ow, ow. I had to let it all out, honky baby. Honky Talk Man starts up again. Johnny, my boy, you done it. You name it, I've done it. You see where? I've been there. You name them, and honey, I beat them. Johnny, Johnny be bad. Stop. Speak to him. <laughs> Johnny be bad. Stop. God, you <laughs> fucking crack. This is 50s destiness. <laughs> 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 Bro, this is like the smoking section in a restaurant in the 80s right now. This is Virginia Slims wrestling. Oh my god. I I like that honky tonk man. (laughs) It's trying to be better on developmental. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my soul hurts. I don't even believe in souls, but I just lost it. Oh, my God. So Johnny B. Bad stops Honky and says, Well, Honky, baby, I'm so pretty. Everywhere I go, people turn around. Even to, even today on my way to the arena. Man, That's just your Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> you were, God, you I'm trying like, not to laugh, okay? He'll get like Barack Obama at first. And then- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny- <laughs> All right, let me get this fucking promo. Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My fault, my fault. I got a headache from uh, laughing, bro. My head's <laughs> so Go Johnny ahead, Johnny says. <laughs> John, oh shit! Hold on. Um, yeah, Johnny B. Bad stops honky, stops honky, and says, "Well, honky baby, I'm so pretty. Everywhere I go, people turn around. Even today, on my way to the arena, a man dropped his coffee because it wasn't as hot as me. Ooh, wait, talk to me, baby." <laughs> <laughs> honky tonk man talks again i spent my i spent my whole life getting comparisons to all kinds of people but one thing's for sure honey i ain't copied my style from nobody you might not like that but the truth is like the sun you can't shut you can shut it out for a time but it ain't but it ain't a way <laughs> you sit out here and you boo us but as i but i've always lived by one simple mantra do something worth remembering and honestly i don't remember any of you Johnny B. Benson. <laughs> we're here to show you what you you're from the. We're here to show you that you're from the valley and you're not from the mountain. Fall we're here to show you that the world ass. ain't ready for two stars shining so bright. Now, now as we are ready for our performance, we would appreciate it if you all shut your mouths. If anybody interrupts us, ooh, I'll kick your booty with my tutti frutti. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Johnny B. Bad thing. That is a Johnny B. Bad bar. Like that's that's his fucking catchphrase. Yeah. What's this tutti frutti? So (laughs) it's uh, so it's that awful and it's actually a thing. Yes. Johnny B. Bad is literally. He's yeah. He's literally Little Richard. It's Little Richard and Elvis right now. That's what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) I know. No, I know. I'm saying, but it is a white guy pretending to be. It's a right hook. It's a right hook. I think. Okay. It's his finisher. Okay. That's what I was like. What is that? I know. As lights... I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know you can be somebody As lights go down and the spotlight hits the ring, Johnny B. Bad and Honky Tonk Man are just about to start their duet when the lights shoot back up and out comes Stan Hansen and Steve Williams. The Death Riders make their Ground Zero debut. Johnny B. Bad looks like Macaulay Calkin on the cover of Home Alone with... And Honky Tonk Man says, Thank you very much. You've been a lovely audience, but Rhythm and the Blues have left the building. Honky Tonk Man and Johnny B. Bad roll out of the ring and try to escape from the crowd, but the crowd pushes them back into the ringside area, and they get cornered by the Death Riders. Honky Tonk Man and uh, Johnny B. Bad 
rolling into the ring and are trying to beg for mercy. Then Ground Zero General Manager Arnold Scotland comes on the Travitron. Gentlemen, I see what we got going on. And to take, take from my good friend Teddy Long, let's have a tag team match. Rhythm and Blues versus the Death Riders. Right here, right now. So, a little backstory on this. Honky Talk Man and Johnny B. Bad formed a tag team called Rhythm and Blues a few months ago. The two loudmouth heels have spent those months talking a lot of trash, but rarely backing it up in the ring. Tonight, they need to put put up or shut up against one of the toughest tag teams in the world. Stan Hansen and Dr. Death Steve Williams making their Ground Zero debut. All right. Steve Williams and Honky Tonk Man start the match. And Steve Williams starts in a three-point stance and then rushing across the ring and hitting Honky Tonk with a football-style tackle that breaks Honky Tonk Man in half. Uh, Williams goes for the pin, but Johnny B. Bad breaks the pin, bouncing off the back of Williams with a double axe handle. Williams looks livid, and Johnny B. Bad sells the fear in his heart with his facial expressions. Both men slowly get to their feet, and Williams slowly walks down Johnny B. Bad until Bad backs into the corner. Williams goes to club Bad in the corner, but Bad is too fast, ducking under and getting into the center of the ring. Williams runs after Bad and goes for a lariat, but Bad drops down and does a somersault and slides out of the ring, but Williams instead hits the referee with the lariat. Williams is stunned as he turns around, and he gets blasted by an El Cabong guitar shot to the head by Honky Tonk Man. Williams is stumbling around the ring, but he doesn't go down. Johnny B. Bad is back in the ring, and he, he and Honky Tonk Man hit a double belly-to-back suplex. A new referee is hit the ring now as Honky Tonk Man hits Steve Williams with a shake, rattle, and roll, swing, neck breaker, and tagging in Johnny B. Bad. Bad climbs to the top rope and hits a wild thing shooting star press. It looks like Rhythm and Blues are going to steal the win. Bad covers Williams. One, two, no. William bench presses Johnny B. Bad straight into the air, and Bad lands on his feet, but he looks stunned. Steve Williams stumbles up to his feet, and Johnny B. Bad tries to keep momentum for his team, so he starts hitting Williams with different boxing combinations before hitting his signature left-hand KO punch, Tutti Frutti, but Williams is still standing. Williams looks angry as he reels back and cracks Bad with a huge right hand, sending Bad to the mat. Bad bounces back up and gets hit again with another right hand, sending him to the mat. Williams picks Bad up and hits a scoop power slam on Bad before tagging in Stan Hansen. Hansen gets in the ring and hits the ropes as Bad is pulled up to his feet by Williams. As Hanson approaches, Williams pushes Bad into him, and Hanson nails a running shoulder block. Uh, Honky Tonk Man comes in the ring and smacks Hanson with a forearm to the back of the head, but Hanson barely sells it. He turns around, and Honky Tonk Man runs to try to escape as he gets into the onto the apron. Hanson reaches over the top rope and catches him by a big chunk of his hair. Saying Hanson hits a snap suplex into the ring from the apron on Honky Tonk Man. Williams grabs Honky Tonk Man, and Hanson pulls Bad to his feet, and both men are groggy in the center of the ring. Then both Hanson and Williams run and hit the ropes on different sides of the ring before both men hit their opponents with lariats, turning Rhythm and Blues inside out. Hanson and Williams cover Bad and Honky Tonk Man for the one, two, three. Can you go over that? Can you give me that finish again? Can you please yeah. give me that finish again? So Stan Hanson is okay. I'm going to start from where um, Honky Tonk Man comes in the ring and smacks Stan Hanson with a forearm to the back of the head, but he Hanson barely sells it. He turns around and Honky Tonk Man runs to try to escape, but as he gets into, onto the apron, Hanson reaches over the top rope and catches him by a big chunk of his hair. Stan Hanson hits a snap suplex into the ring from the apron on Honky Tonk Man. Williams grabs Honky Tonk Man, and Hanson pulls Bad to his feet, and both men are groggy in the center of the ring. Then both Hanson and Williams run and hit the ropes on different sides of the ring before both men hit their opponents with lariats, turning rhythm and blues inside out. Hanson and Williams cover Bad and Honky Tonk Man for the one, two, three. Man, that is what you said. I'm really upset about that. <laughs> you had, some sense. Jesus you Christ. had a five. 
Yeah, same. Oh you had God. a five. Like, I was ready to give you a five during the promo. Like, I was entertained. I was yeah. here for it. Oh, you fucking I dude. was I'm ready to give you Mike. a five. The wrong team won. I 100% okay. agree. The, the, you, you had, you had okay. your, you had, <laughs> you had your dick and balls on a platter. What? what? I wish his dick and balls were on a platter. I'd fucking. I'm not done. I'm not done. You you had your rude ones on a platter like you had. Let's, well, let's not put rhythm, balls. Yeah, don't disrespect those teams. For, to me, rhythm and blues could have been your oh God, this is team. So funny. I don't care. I, I was going to say before anybody it. gives me any scores, I just want to let y'all know. I don't give a fuck what y'all give this. This was hilarious to me. This is one of my favorite segments. No, of all it time. was. It and was. I am content. I don't give a fuck. So it <laughs> absolutely was. <laughs> Give me all the quarters you want. This shit was good. But because oh, it was worry. so good, and I I dislike the ending so much, that kind of hurts. But because I like the this is mostly off the promo, I'm gonna give you a four. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna Did give I, you a four point seven five. Fucking. The god. only thing that was bad was I agree the wrong team won. Rhythm and blue should have won with some heel shit. They could have cheated to win, and you could have still made um. Whether that's destroyers or whatever the hell they're called, you still because it still had them win. <laughs> Death Riders. Death Riders. There you go. Death Riders. You still could have remember had their them. opponent's you fucking still, name. You still could have had them, um, like look strong, strong, but have rhythm and blues. Like, I I feel like they're the more interesting of the two teams. Um, I I, I love it Johnny B. Bad. It was supposed to be a contrast of like a. Yeah, like I know. Wild like, mouth, flamboyant heels versus the like the, strong, the rough and tough. Right. No, need no, but yeah, now the rough and tough just beat them, so there's yeah. nowhere for them to go. <laughs> I feel like you could have you had, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you could have, you could have had them cheat to win, and you could have carried on this feud. I know you're not in actuality, yeah. but right? So here's the thing. They can, the feud here's the thing. And you here's still the thing. gave it almost. They can five still, dollars, they can so. still continue. You're the still feud gonna, they, still they gonna can say, do whatever the fuck they want because they can talk, and that's all that matters. Please be a bastion of reason. I, 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 I love Johnny. Be bad. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Honky Me either, Kong, but I thought but it was a good them as Them as a tag team is great. The promo was hilarious. Um, it was really, <laughs> you you really encapsulated Johnny B. Bad. Um, I actually, even, it inspired me for another tag team, Johnny oh B. Bad God. and Velveteen Dream. Oh Bad my Dreams. Nope, 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 nope. That'd be a fire tag team. I love too. it. My fucking um, God. <laughs> I love Johnny B. Bad. So. Yeah, four points. What did I give you? Four point four point seven five. Seven five. Seven five. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Round it up to a four point nine. Oh God. Make it a four point nine this... nine. Just to, just be even. <laughs> this is why we needed offsetting. <laughs> this is fucking atrocious. John, you, you don't need offsetting. You just John, give me what you there want. There is no them, reason you can hate grade... it as much as I think you you do. John, John okay, can, I, you, can I, you give me your score? Like and John, let John go last. I want John to be the grand finale for this. I feel like if John watched Johnny Be Bad, he would actually probably like him. He's actually. Oh, really I don't hate Johnny Be Bad in and of himself. I hate a lot about this, but I don't hate Johnny Be Bad. <laughs> All right. All right. I thought um, this was good comedy. This was hilarious. Everybody was weak the whole promo. I was weak because my spirit was sucked out of me. <laughs> John, you're a hater. I just want you to know that. Like you were the hater of the, the year. I was gonna say you are like head and John. Above the competition I feel like John here. went. For, John went from one of the better graders no, to one of the. No, me and Travis I feel like have always been the worst. Better one yeah. in the book of verse no, he, one. He but. would he would say nice things and then give you a two. 
Yeah. <laughs> now he just tells you the bad things. It still gives you that too. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go with a solid three. So, so the solid three. I I don't think it's as great as they were talking. It was funny, but I think the match was was meh. But the actual, and I think the wrong team won as well. Oh really? Oh, excuse wow. me. Yeah, the wrong team won. Um, I yeah, it just I it just the blues would be over like this. To be honest with you. Well, that's how it is. Like you come in with a lot of personality for a team, that shit always goes over. I mean, it's is what it is in yeah. Bookiever. Um, but we but we love tag teams here in Bookiever. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, need more of them next Bookiverse. Yeah, that's why I didn't give it a five. Or like I think the promo was good. I I did uh I did like the tag team. I thought is it rhythm and blues or rhythm and bruise? Blues. Blues. Okay. So so I yeah, think I, you I think you can retcon that to rhythm and bruise. Yeah, I, I kind of like rhythm and bruise. And bruise. I like that Better. way more. So I might yeah. take that, Kenny. Thanks for the idea. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I I thought you said rhythm and bruise at first, and then Devon was or not Devon Damone was was saying um oh Keon and Keon and Tim about to fight. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I but, feel um, like Tim right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's but yeah, that's what, that's what I did. I think I think it could have been I think if you had the right team win and maybe did a little bit more with the match, I feel like this would have been a five for me. Okay, yeah, I think I if think, you could have cut out the match, honestly. And just cut out the promo. match. Yeah, yeah, if you if you just did the promo, you probably would have been fine for for yeah. it would have built You could have had it as just you yeah, could have had a face fight. off or something. Honestly, I wouldn't even. Or just as a vignette. Yeah, I thought I just thought it was hilarious that they tried to run out of the ring and go through the crowd, and then the crowd fucking wouldn't let them get out <laughs> of the ring. So that like they kept pushing them back into the thing. Like I'm just imagine like the the heel like, especially Johnny B. Bad. Like what it is like when he like. So you thought he was like them fight for New York? You got the crowd getting involved, shoving exactly, people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so, so where I'm at with this is not what you'd expect, actually. Okay. Because I forgot John had the grade still. He's been talking so much. So, uh, essentially, this is one of those things where, like, you know, how something could be like so bad that it entertains you and it's almost good. Yeah. That's where I'm at with this. Like, I didn't okay. think the promo with their gimmick was good. Like, I thought, like, obviously having an Elvis Little Richard gimmick in 2022 is fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> nobody in the modern audience. Yeah, they're comedy characters. They're not supposed. To I know. They're not- I'm not pushing them. Not I know, but like you should. Those aren't even like <laughs> characters like that make sense in today's day and age. Anyways, um, the promo had good parts and bad parts. Velveteen Dream yeah. was a fucking prince character. Yeah, I mean that's valid, I guess. It's always emulated. Anyways, I, I the wrong team won. I actually agree with that because people couldn't even remember the name of the team that fucking won. So clearly. We know who the stars that were created were, and it wasn't the people yeah, that won. Well, the match. I, I, like I said, I didn't expect this. So, uh, I'm, I'm, will be happy to be wrong here. So, um, essentially, where I'm at with it is like, I, it's still not going to be a great score for me because I don't think this was like great wrestling or anything, but I was at least entertained some, and there's at least something to this. <laughs> I'm going to give this. You know what? I'm going to let it go. To uh, Travis Min, give it a two point seven five. Cool. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I thought we were the five. Bro, I'm gonna have a migraine by the end of this fucking episode. <laughs> I'm really like, my head is pounding from laughing, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, 
Uh, I'm tootie fruity stuck in my head. He said, I'm going <laughs> to kick your booty. What did he say? Kick your booty with my tootie fruity? Yeah, I'll kick your booty with my tootie fruity. <laughs> I forgot what the other I forgot what the bar was that he said. Oh, he said he said uh hold on I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it because I like that that bar too. So I was glad that you you enjoyed that. Um <laughs> I've always lived by one simple mantra do something worth remembering, and honestly, I don't remember any of you. Bar. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Val Venus's music hits, and out he comes, flanked as always by his personal bodyguard. Oh, number five, can. number five draft pick, Tyson Tomko. Val Venus rolls into the ring, and <laughs> he wants he wants to rate this one low. <laughs> Val Venus rolls into the ring and corners JoJo before climbing up to the middle rope, pinning her in the corner with his crotch right in her, front of her face. Venus starts gyrating as he pulls his towel on his waist open. Venus finally pulls the towel entirely off and drops it over JoJo's head before hopping down on the canvas and snatches the mic from her. Go ahead and use that uh, towel to dry yourself off and get the hell out of my ring. Venus walks around uh, the ring with a smug smirk on his face before stopping and saying, Hello, ladies. Everywhere I go, the ladies can't keep their eyes off me, let alone their hands. And all their men hate me. Is it because I work hard or because I play hard? It doesn't matter because I'm always the bigger man. But ladies, I want you to know that whoever you're here with tonight won't go to the lengths that I will to please you. And make sure you keep coming back to back to back. Now it's time for your favorite moment of the week. Fun facts about the Big Valboski. Yes, it's true. My favorite animal is definitely the beaver. Now back to business. For months, I've laid the hammer down on ground zero. I brought sexy back like my name was Justin Timberlake, and I'm purging these ugly beasts from ground zero one by one. These men hide their ugly mugs behind masks and paint. They think that we don't know that th what they're compensating for. You know, their shortcomings. But the Big Valboski knows, and the Big Valboski isn't going to let these one-pump chumps waste your lady's time any longer. So like I've been doing week after week after week, I'm going to break these men's will, and after I take their mask, I'm going to break one lucky lady's back. Now who is stepping up to the Big Valboski? Valvinus and Tyson Tomko stand in the ring with their smug styles as they stare onto the stage. And then Tiger Mask's music plays, and out he comes. Venus looks concerned for a moment before laughing hysterically at Tiger Mask. Mask gets in the ring, and Tomko exit as the exits as the referee calls for the bell. So a little backstory on this besides just the, the promo I just gave you. Valvinus has spent the past few months beating down the men who he says are so ugly and unattractive they hide behind masks. Venus beats these men, usually with the help of his personal bodyguard, Tyson Tomko, and then the two of them would unmask the opponent and embarrass him in front of the world. So wait, they got Tomko calling dudes ugly? Tomko doesn't talk. Tomko's literally just muscle. Venus is calling him ugly. So well, he's he, he, he ain't got that much room to talk either. Like <laughs> He's a fucking porn star. That's that don't mean, you're, that don't mean you're pretty. That just means you got some dong. What is he gonna rip out their wheelies next? Also, also I don't know. If, I don't know about the, if you know this or not, but heels. What they say, it doesn't have to be true. 
It just has to be true. I, I, I get it, but I, okay. I, mean, there's, I have some questions. Did, didn't, you, didn't you hear him? He says he keeps the ladies coming back. Back to, to back. To back. To back. back. God. Uh, Val Venus laughs at Tiger Mask before slapping him across the face. Tiger Mask sells the slap for a second as Venus continues laughing. Tiger answers with a discus elbow smash, sending Venus stumbling backwards. Tiger Mask then runs off the ropes and hits a running elbow strike on Venus, making him stumble even further and leaning on the ropes. Tiger Mask hits a drop kick, sending Venus through the ropes and to the outside. Tiger Mask continues his assault by diving through the ropes and blasting Venus with an elbow to a seat and knocking Venus into the barricade. Tiger Mask quickly grabs Venus and throws him into the ring. Tiger Mask scales up the top rope and goes to hit Venus with a diving headbutt, but Venus is pulled out of the way by Tyson Tomko at the last second leaving Tiger Mask to bounce his own skull off the canvas. Uh, Venus capitalizes with a stiff forearm to the back of the of Tiger Mask's head before flipping him over and pushing him with mounted, bashing him with mounted punches. Uh, Venus then stands up and hits a knee drop on the skull of Tiger Mask. Venus walks around the ring, trash-talking to the crowd before going back to grab Tiger Mask, who has worked himself up on all fours. Uh, Venus hits Tiger Mask with a double underhook suplex, throwing Tiger Mask across the ring. Uh, Venus pushes Tiger Mask's head with his foot as a sign of disrespect, pushing Tiger Mask down as Venus laps. Venus lays up on the top rope, posing for the women as Tiger Mask tries to pull himself up using the ropes. As Tiger Mask gets to his feet and stumbles around, Venus drops back into the ring and runs him runs at him for a lariat, but Tiger Mask reverses it into a Koji clutch. Venus is barely able to get his foot on the bottom rope to break the hold. As Venus stands up, Tiger Mask jumps up and locks in a Kata Hajime choke with, with his uh, legs grapevine around the body of Val Venus. Venus stumbles around before dropping to one knee. Venus is clearly feeling the effects of, one, of the choke. The referee goes for the arm drop and drops down once. Goes down for a second time, but Venus catches it the third time to the dismay of the crowd. Venus pushes himself to his feet and rushes backwards, slamming uh, Tiger Mask and spine first into the turnbuckles. Uh, Tiger Mask drops the, his legs on impact, and but keeps the choke hold in place. Venus stumbles back to the center, dragging Tiger Mask with him, but then out of nowhere... Tiger Mask hits a Tiger Mask or Tiger Suplex 84, sorry, which is like a bridging Tasplex for a two count. Um, Venus can't believe how good Tiger Mask is. Venus gets up and goes for a punch, but gets uh, blocked by Tiger Mask, who answers with a stiff kick to the gut. Tiger Mask grabs Venus and hits an Emerald Flosion Kai, which is a suplex into a power slam. Tiger Mask then goes to the top rope and hits Venus with a Tiger Body Press Frog Splash. Tiger Mask pulls Venus to his feet and hits him with a Tiger Driver 91 and goes for the pinfall. One, two, but just before the pin count, Tyson Lomko puts Venus's foot on the bottom rope, breaking the pinfall. Tiger Mask can't believe it. Uh, he is hanging over the top rope, yelling down at Tom Tyson Tomko, who just looks at him with a smug smirk on his face and holds his hands up, insinuating he didn't do anything wrong. As Tiger Mask turns and he gets turns around, he gets hit with a high knee from Val Venus, knocking him down. Venus hits Tiger Mask with a few quick stomps before walking around the ring with his hands on his head, trying to recover from the beating he's taken. Tiger Mask uh, starts trying to stand back up, but Venus grabs him and puts him back on the mat with a blue thunder bomb. Venus then stands up and locks in the Venus fly trap, which is a reverse figure four leg lock on Tiger Mask. Tiger Mask is screaming out as he tries to crawl to the ropes, but he gets as he gets just close enough to grab the ropes, Tyson Tomko grabs the bottom rope and pulls it back out of reach. Uh... The referee starts yelling at Tomko to let go, but Venus crawls back to the center of the ring, bringing Tiger Mask with him. Tiger Mask is miserable. He's in so much pain, he's crying out. It looks like he's about to tap, but then he makes one last-ditch effort to get to the ropes, and he, and he does, barely grabbing the bottom rope to break the hold. 
Venus sizes Tiger Mask up as Tiger Mask tries to stand up on those weakened legs. As Tiger Mask reaches his feet, Venus goes for a half Nelson slam, but Tiger Mask reverses with a drop toe hold, sending Val Venus down the, the middle rope. Uh, Tiger Mask then hits a Tiger faint kick that sends um, Venus rolling down, rolling back into the ring, knocking down the referee in the process. Tiger Mask jumps to the top rope for a springboard move to follow up, but Tyson Tomko pulls him to the floor and nails him with a Yakuza kick. Uh, Tomko throws the lifeless body of Tiger Mask uh, from the floor up and over the top rope back into the ring. Valvina scrambles to Tiger Mask, pulling Tiger Mask to his feet before hitting him with a big package fisherman suplex. Uh, Valvina follows up with a money shot splash for the pin and the win. Uh, Valvina gets his hand raised by the ref before Tomko yanks the referee back by the by the back of his neck, the neck of his shirt, and throws him out of the ring. Venus stomps at the head and neck of Tiger Mask before instructing uh, Tomko to grab Tiger Mask and pull the uh, the mask off of him, and they throw it down and walk away as the as Tiger Mask tries to cover his face. Um, John, you're just hating the hate at this point. This is quality um, content. It you had a. The Val Venus was classic Val Venus promo, like and stuff with the innuendo and stuff. Um, the how long was the match? Like how long was all? Give that? me one second. Um, it's a fifteen minute match. It felt a little long for okay. like what this was. Um, I'm gonna give this a three point seven five. Okay. Bad guy. I'm gonna. This kind of felt like how like the promo was excessive. It felt like both a rock, like that kind of excessive. So okay. I'm gonna. It just. It just. It was just like, oh, yuck. It's just going. I was like, stop, please. <laughs> he didn't but, say um, go, and he said coming. <laughs> back to back to back. I hate when y'all do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I think the match was cool. Um, I'm gonna go with because it's not. I think it's a little bit lower than mid. I'm gonna go with a 2.5. I'm gonna go with. Kenny's mad that he's one of the one pump chumps that he was talking about. <laughs> what did you give me? I wish this Kenny? show was a one pump chump. <laughs> what was the number? I get a 2.5. I said it's a little bit below okay. mid. Okay. Uh, I actually agree with Kenny entirely. Uh, like the the promo, like at first was like okay, classic Valvinus. I was like, and he's kind of milking it for like dry. Uh, and then, um, uh, I just don't. I don't think he really needs Tomko's muscle because Valvinus was, especially if you're talking prime Venus, which I assume you're not talking bald, flabby Venus. Uh, I assume you're talking. Yeah, no, I'm talking prime. Prime. He he don't need muscle. He was fucking jacked. He was like Triple H's size. Again, you don't need it just because the heel says it doesn't mean it's true, and also you don't just because he doesn't need it doesn't mean he doesn't want it. Having an extra guy there to help cheat to win and another big guy. To that's beat right. That's, is, that's how teams work. That's a, that's a heel. I feel. I yeah. Feel like, I mean, like Triple H, Triple H didn't really need China. He didn't need Batista at all. Yeah, he didn't need any of these people. I I, I don't know. I just feel like you wanted to put Tomko on your show, and that's disgusting. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's definitely what it was. He was I, the number five. He was well, the number five draft pick. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I, hope, it's, I hope he comes out with that too. Like on his name, like, he just comes out like Tom this. He's, he's, he walks around like that, like Tomko under his name. Filthy. Number five draft pick. He just holds his hand up with a five above his head. That's filthy. Um, anyways, <laughs> Kenny's score was perfect because like it wasn't like foul all the way through. Like there was competent moments, and the match was probably all right. Um, so. It, I'm gonna go with 2.5 as well. Okay. Um, I didn't hate it as much as they did. I didn't like it as much as Damone did. Damone, what'd you give it? 3.75. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as Damone did. I thought it was mid. It was it was a good promo. Uh, I'm going with the three. Okay. All right. So everybody voted. Great. Yeah, whatever. everybody voted. Okay. Yeah. So, Rikishi and Yokozuna debuted on Ground Zero a few weeks ago, being rechristened as Fatu and Kokina. The Samoan cousins have spent the past few weeks being wrecking balls, destroying local talents in decisive fashion. Tonight, they go against two men that are very familiar to Fatu's past. Too cool. So, the match starts with Fatu and Scotty Tuhati. Fatu slowly walks towards Scotty Tuhati, and Scotty waves, no, 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 no. He holds up one finger to tell Fatu to wait. Fatu stops in the center of the ring, and he looks confused. Scotty Tuhati reaches into his pocket and pulls out a pair of sunglasses, and the crowd goes crazy. Fatu looks out to the crowd on both sides of, of him, and Scotty Tuhati puts the sunglasses on Fatu's face, and Grand, Grandmaster Sexay and Scotty Tuhati line up side-by-side side with Fatu, and all three look at the ground as if they're about to hit their signature Too Cool dance. But then Kokina hits a running hip attack on Grandmaster Sexay, and Fatu lays Scotty Tuhati out with a savat kick. Fatu grabs Sky Tuhati and hits him with a Rikishi driver before climbing to the top rope and hitting a superfly smash, smash, superfly splash on Scotty Tuhati. On the other side of the ring, Kokina hits Grandmaster Sexy with a headbutt followed by a front power slam. Uh, Kokina and Fatu come together and bang their heads together before lifting their respective opponents up and nailing them with dual Samoan drops. Both men then climb to the middle rope in the opposite corners and hit too cool with dual bonsai drops for the pin and the win. Five. It served its purpose. Um, it made it, it's interwoving a previous story with Too Cool and um, Fatu and <laughs> with Fatu and uh, what's his name? John's muted talking to himself <laughs> right now. <'cause> he's so <laughs> mad. It, I'm gonna call him Yoko for my purposes. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, it interweaves the story. I like the way that you interweave the story. Like them like, oh, you're going to have fun with me. And then he's like turned on them instantly. Yeah. They beat the shit out of him as they should. Uh, yeah, it's a five. Like the match, the match is going to be quick. It's not yeah, it's, it's, be it's, an off. Like I think the match is four match, minutes long. I'm so yeah, fucking it's, sick it's of it. Yeah, be, four minutes long. Yeah. It's, 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 it's there to good, develop them. It's a good squash. This yeah. Is... John, John, just go. Just, just maybe hate it more. Like, John, John, uh, so like yes it was just a typical squash <laughs> match it, it, it it's competent whatever right uh but Damone calling it a five pisses me off like <laughs> that made me mad like why because it's not like why it's just there like it doesn't do anything compelling it's a oh my god you always want to suck this man off just to say you did it. I'm <laughs> losing this round by a lot. No one's sucking me off. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I right definitely now. don't. Yeah. One person on here is sucking me off. I'm probably going to average like a fucking 2.2. I'm definitely giving you the highest this, this time. Yeah, it's Mike. Just gonna be, it's just going to be your mic. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I think but it, it, it does 
Uh, it does continue the story. It makes Fatu yeah, yeah, and Yoko, like, it builds them It's up. not abysmal. It's not even, like, this is one of the better things on this show. Like, which, granted, there's not much competition, but... <laughs> George, shut up. Uh, like, this is one of the better things on it, but it's not a fucking five. Be real. Like, please be lucid with me, Demar. John, John, like, John, yeah, here's, you know? here's, here's what I think. I think I mean, this is a five. I agree let's with the go. <laughs> I reconsider I'm, I'm my not vote. taking this shit. I reconsider my vote, and I'm gonna go with a solid five. <laughs> let's fucking go. That scared me for a minute, Demo. Don't do that. I can't. I can't afford to lose even pennies on the alpha five. Like I need. I'm not. I need them five to say five. <laughs> John, John, what did you give me? I haven't given a number yet. Okay. That pisses me the fuck off. Because <laughs> wow, like. Because it's like, I don't know, like, because there's been some nasty stuff happening, right? And this is going to look like an average show, like, on Book It, because these two fucks want to give, like, (laughs) mediocre things fives. I would kill for this treatment. Travis is on Make-A-Wish right now. Like, (laughs) this is ridiculous. I said, You think that he was at Ground Zero after 9-11? Like, I gave you, I gave you, I've given you these kind of... Five. Right, he's all over your shit. What are you talking about? I would kill to get this, especially from you, Mike. Like, Demone yeah, did it once. Write a better show. <laughs> John, what the offset? I want a better show than this! John, what the offset? John, what can, I, can I get a number from you before they insult you anymore? Yeah. Offset? Woo! Woo! 1.75. <laughs> wow. You said it was competent and you gave me a 1.75. You know what? Up it to a two. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I just want to know, is competent and mid different? Is mid better than competent? I don't know at this point. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just asking for... for I'll, I'll get lost, you a better answer later. That man said he lost his soul. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you so broke the another... Blues, put it back in there, though. I'm so <laughs> unbreakable that y'all talking shit to me made John fucking lose his <laughs> Oh, so they're not talking enough shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... I think it. I think it did its job. Um, I don't think this is terrible. I don't think this is great either. I think it builds the story, and I think it did what it's supposed to do. So, like I said, I can't give it a five. So I do agree with that. It's not a five. It's not a five. But I, I would go with a three point two five. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. I also really like Yoko. So. <laughs> Thank you, Jamal. He's like, I really my, like he's you. in my top. He's in my top. 15 favorites. Mm. All right. You're in my, you're in my top 15 favorite friends. The most. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I've been so weak tonight. I'm not going to lie. My head is literally, bro. I that, was, that, was, that, was the, that was the fact of the week from, from me. Like, <laughs> like, DLC. like Val Venus had a, a moment of the week. That was mine. Yeah, right. I literally like like I literally got it. <laughs> All right, so Essay Rios is in the ring for his match when Justin Credible's music hits, and he makes his way out to the ring. Before he can get down the ramp, however, he's blasted by a forearm smash to the back of the head by Mark Briscoe. Briscoe throws Credible shoulder first into the steel steps. Briscoe pulls the steel chair out from under the ring and blasts it over the head of Justin Credible. Uh, Briscoe is shouting to the crowd, and he's as he turns around, Essay Rios goes for a suicide dive onto Briscoe, but Br- Briscoe blasts him in the skull with a steel chair making uh, Rios crash to the floor in a heap. Mark Briscoe then bashes the chair over S.A. Rios until it splits completely in half. 
Mark Briscoe screams out in anger before snatching a microphone from ring ringside. Do you see me now? Do you remember who I am? You've all been so worried about what Jay was doing. You forgot all about me. You forgot who the hell I am. I am the powder keg, the ticking time bomb waiting to explode. I am the loose cannon. I'm the one you can't predict. Do you see me now? Jay gets. I wish I didn't. Wow. <laughs> Jay gets the title, and all of you forget he used to carry my bags. You all forgot that I am the Briscoe that put the Briscoes on the map. I'm done living in the shadow of my younger brother. I'm going to show the world why my star has always shined brighter. Mark Briscoe throws the microphone down and heads up the ramp before posing on the stage and screaming out, Do you see me now? Do I have your attention now? The end. <laughs> the end. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I felt like this was going to like do a little more. Uh, I, know, I know I'm coming in way too hot. Uh, and I sound like an <laughs> asshole today. I'm not. You do, Travis. You took you, you took a you took a risk. I appreciate the balls. I don't think it's paying off. Uh, you have balls, though. I will acknowledge that. Uh, like this was a ballsy move. Anyways, this promo, like it, it just felt very generic. He just came out and said some generic stuff. I'm not interested in this at all. It didn't make me think. Mm, maybe this is the better Briscoe. There was not a moment I thought that. Everybody came in thinking it was Jay. They left this promo thinking it was Jay. Listen, <laughs> like, listen to this, though. Listen to this, though. Imagine, just imagine this one spot for me, okay? Before you give me a number, just imagine this one spot. Okay. S.A. Rios goes for a tope uh, suicida okay. and gets hit with a fucking steel chair to the skull midair. Just fucking blasted. Home run, swing for the fences, blasted. That's a cool spot, but I it's not like... That's not like, that, not that every spot should be original, you know what I mean? It'll give me a nickel. I'll give you a nickel for it. Okay. <laughs> like, like you didn't invent that spot for every coin. yeah you didn't invent that spot it is a good spot but you no, didn't invent that spot it's a good I didn't spot say i did okay i'm just saying like most spots aren't invented i know i know, okay. I know. <laughs> i'm just saying like you're just, like, even when i thought i did it, somebody yeah, I was did. Like, I said, i'm pretty sure all like i get it i get what you're saying but you get <laughs> what i mean like, you were really trying to like even your bong smash has probably been done somewhere you were like hmm what could i get a point off of it was like ah no, that was not, I the mean, spot that, that Cody Rhodes would do to himself to get one cheer. I'm gonna be <laughs> like, honest with you. That was to me was the coolest part of the segment, and weird. I didn't want it to go unnoticed. That's all okay. I wanted. To do. Well, here I'll that promise. I'll promise you a nickel. Position. I'll promise okay. you a nickel for it. Uh, <laughs> shine, nice shiny nickel. It'll right, be I'm from twenty, at least twenty nineteen or newer. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a shiny nickel. But like this didn't do anything for me. Like the match that was about to happen, I wasn't into. Uh, and then like the promo didn't sell me on the character. Like it didn't make because he's his the whole reason for this is maybe I should shine above Jay, right? Yeah, that's his whole character. He didn't. <laughs> this promo wasn't very good. Uh, I I don't want to feel like I'm just giving bad scores to give him, but this one's not going to be very good, man. Um, because just because there wasn't much to work with. Okay. Um, I'll give it. I'll actually give that spot fifty cents. Uh, and then I'll uh, so you get two shiny quarters. For that spot, I'm gonna give you a dollar. Oh, I thought he was. <laughs> Almost, that's I thought shit. he was saying you get, you get fifty cents for that, and that's all I'm giving you total. Oh, uh, no, I'll, I'll give that. I'll give that spot a nice two shiny quarters right there. Twenty right, twenty quarters. You <laughs> was going where I thought you was going. You was about to have the heel moment of the year. That was about to be crazy. <laughs> was hey, even the hater of the year has his kindness. <laughs> so um, you, you give it a one. Yeah. Then stop you from I, giving me fifty cents. I agree. <laughs> 
Y'all is, some Glacier's worse than this. <laughs> um, I agree with pretty much everything John said. It's pretty low, low mid for me. Like, okay. it's kind of just there. I also agree the match that was going to happen was... Yeah. Um no brand guys. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe you should develop the better show. <laughs> hey, that was actually, actually, there's some things in here that I wish were on your main show. Really? Um, <laughs> well, besides Rhythm and Blues, and is it Rhythm and Blues and um, Fatu and Kokina? Yeah. That's a, that's a, yes, that's Rhythm and Brews. Brews, you're right. Brews, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you a a two. Mike, what do you give it? Mike, yeah, well, give I'm about, 30. I'm, a, I'm, I'm about there. It's, it's a two and a quarter. Okay. Let's hope we can keep it going. Mike was gonna give me a three. Can you give me a five or four? I mean, <laughs> one, two, three, four. I see you're trying to do. You was trying to Jedi mind trick me. I was trying to what? What'd you say? Jedi mind trick me. I was like, I see you trying to do. You're gonna give me a five. Yeah, I'm about to say, I saw that's why I looked down. That's why I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Those that's are definitely good. the droids I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. That tricked me on camera. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, this was bad. Um, <sighs> yeah, he thought I was going to be the saving grace. I wasn't. But <laughs> no, I didn't think you were me. I, I mean, I didn't want it to be bad. I. When I wrote it, I didn't write it thinking I knew it wasn't a five. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of one. I, mean, you, I also I also expected the rest of this night to go a lot better. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a quarter because you gotta give me at least two. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean it's a quarter oh, okay. on top or whatever. So <laughs> we'll give you a quarter because you, you came with so much conviction when you were saying the promo. <laughs> That takes a lot. It's late, so you doing that? <laughs> I'm I'm going with the I'm going with the one. That's what I'm going. With. Did y'all did y'all play the ads when I was gone before? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We played we played the ads and we played a little game. We <laughs> yeah. pay us for another spot. And, and look, not only we played, we played the intro again. That's how that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I figured it's such. So I got two more two more like a, a match in a segment. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Well, where's Jonathan at? Well, right, fuck him. He don't care anyway. He's gonna, give me, he's gonna give me fucking a dollar, no matter how good it is or how bad it is. It don't matter. <laughs> All right, there he is. Travis really about the average like a two from John. Uh, yeah, if that. Uh, oh, I said, I said, where'd John go? And I said, it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna keep going. He's gonna give me a dollar no matter what I say. So it doesn't, it doesn't um. All right, so the story for this match, it's, uh, I'll tell you what the match is. It's uh, Chris Candido, Maven, and Kenny Dykstra versus Johnny Gargano, T- Tommaso Ciampa, and Chuck Taylor. That's uh, a team. A trios match. That's <laughs> a team right there. That's second one. <laughs> Not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make uh, them so move, too. Another team I like. Well, there's, there's some build to this. Yeah. So the future hold, the story for this, the future holds the Ground Zero Television Championship and the Ground Zero Tag Team Championship. Uh, putting a huge target on their back. They fight against those coming after them by having strength in numbers. For the past few weeks, the Futures Tag Team Champions, Maven and Kenny Dykstra, have been going toe-to-toe with DIYs Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, but having the Ground Zero Television Champion Chris Candido in their in the Futures Corner always led them to the victory. Uh, Ciampa and Gargano were on the verge of winning the tag team titles last week, but 
excuse me, interference from Chris Candido cost him the belts. After the match, all three members of the future thrashed DIY until Chuck Taylor made his PTC Ground Zero debut to save his friends. Tonight, those six men go head to head in our main event matchup. So, uh, Maven and Johnny Gargano start the match for their te- off for their teams. Both men circle for a second before coming in for a collar and elbow tie up. Maven Irish whips uh, Johnny Gargano into the ropes and hits him with repeated arm drags before finishing off with a stiff clothesline, sending Gargano to the canvas hard. Maven laughs at his opponents before hitting Gargano with a reverse ru- reverse Russian ra- Russian leg sweep. That was easy for me to fucking say. Um. Maven goes to the top rope and goes for a moonsault, but gets caught mid-air, mid-air with a drop kick from Gargano. Gargano then hits a baby ace crusher on Maven before pulling him out up to his feet and hoisting Maven onto his shoulders. Gargano then runs to his corner and hits a running snake eyes on Maven. As Maven bounces off the top turnbuckle, he stumbles back, uh, he stumbles back, turns around, and sits straight down in the corner. Gargano hits Maven with a double knee strike before tagging in Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor jumps to the top rope and hits Maven with a springboard dropkick, sending Maven rolling backwards. Maven makes the tag to Kenny Dykstra and gets hit with an over, overhead belly-to-belly suplex immediately followed by a kip-up by Chuck Taylor. Dykstra stumbles up and gets hit with a falcon arrow, and Chuck Taylor goes for the pin, but Maven breaks the pin at one, and Candido pulls Dykstra out of the ring. Maven slides out with his partners as they try to regroup. Chuck Taylor hits all three men with an over-the-top rope uh, somersault suicide dive, laying all three men out. Taylor grabs Dykstra and uh, throws him back in the ring and rolls in after him. Dykstra hits Taylor with a super kick, followed by a zigzag to take control of the match. Dykstra pulls Taylor to the Futures corner and tags in Chris Candido. Candido puts Taylor in the corner and lays into him with multiple stiff knife-edge chops, followed by a super kick, making Chuck Taylor crumble in the corner. Uh, Candido laughs at DIY as the crowd and the crowd as they try to cheer Chuck Taylor on. Uh, Candido begins stomping Chuck Taylor in the corner before tagging in Maven. Maven climbs to the top rope as Candido picks Chuck Taylor up from the canvas. Maven then hits Taylor with a diving bulldog, bouncing up and trash-talking DIY in the corner before stomping at the neck and spine of Chuck Taylor. Uh, Maven hits an implosion double-knee backbreaker and then uh, drags Taylor in front of the Futures corner before tagging in Chris Candido. Chris Candido uh, scales up to the top rope and nails Chuck Taylor with a suicide blonde diving headbutt as and goes for the cover, but Taylor kicks out after a two-count. Candido picks Taylor up and tags in Dykstra. Dykstra hits Taylor with an acai moonsault before picking Taylor up and putting him up for a gut, putting him up for a gut check. Fireman's carried double gut buster, but Taylor slips behind him and shoves Dykstra away before making the hot tag to Johnny Gargano. Gargano lays Dykstra out with a slingshot spear. Gargano follows up with dice bread, which is sure and I into a rolling cutter, um, and Gargano is fired up. Gargano hold, uh, grabs hold of Dykstra and Irish whips him hard into the turnbuckle. Dykstra hits the turnbuckle neck and shoulder first, flipping up and landing perched on top of, on the top rope. Um, so basically like that Shawn Michaels spot where he hits him, he runs and he like does a somersault onto the top rope. Um, sorry, I lost my place. Okay, Gargano answers with a double knee backbreaker off the top rope before finally tagging in Ciampa for the first time in the match. Chompa comes in like a rabid dog, laying into Dykstra with hard rights and lefts, followed by stiff stomps before dragging Dykstra to the corner and scaling up to the top rope. Chompa pulls Dykstra up behind him. Chompa then leaps off the top rope with a with Dykstra, nailing a super project Chompa, which is a power bomb into a double knee backbreaker. Chompa goes for the pin, but Maven breaks the pin after a two count and begins stomping on Chompa. The referee tries to remove Maven, but Maven throws him to the ground and continues his own slot on uh, Chompa. 
Gargano and Taylor hit the ring to save their buddy, but Chris Candido comes in and nails both men with a steel chair. The referee calls for the bell for a DQ win for DIY and Chuck Taylor. Maven pulls Dykstra to his feet as Chris Candido continues to land the Gargano and Chuck Taylor with a chair. Maven and Dykstra are assaulting Ciampa before hitting him with their patented tag team finisher, Wave of the Future, which is being, it's the toss into the air by Maven and caught midair for a bridging belly-to-back suplex by Maven, the like American Alpha's finisher, basically. Um, the Future sets up a table in front of the corner, and Chris Candido sits on the top turnbuckle as Maven and Dykstra start to hoist Ciampa up to him. Before they can, however, Gargano and uh, Taylor jump back in the ring and start to attack the Future. Maven and Dykstra are fighting against Gargano and Taylor now, and Candido grabs three steel chairs and is jumping back in the ring when Broken Dreams fills the arena and outruns the debuting Drew McIntyre. The Big Scott is arguing with the Future... Uh, is arguing with the future with DIY and Chuck Taylor behind him and is about to come to blows as Drew steps towards the future but then turns and lays Chomp out with a Claymore kick. Maven and Dykstra nail uh, Gargano and Chuck Taylor over the skull with the steel steps. Uh, or steel chairs, sorry. McIntyre grabs Gargano and hoists him up on Chris Candido's shoulder. Candido then uh, dives from the middle rope through the table for a blonde bombshell, which is a super sit-out powerbomb. And that's it, the end of the segment. Okay. Um... Which is this current Drew or yeah, this is this is gonna be current Drew. Okay. Big bulky hairy Drew McIntyre. Okay. Um I actually like the swerve and Drew like joining them. Um I think the match was good. You had a build. I'm gonna give you a four. Okay. Thank you. This is by far the best thing you've done on this show. Uh, okay. Like, it, it it didn't have anything that made me disgusted in it. It had, like, actually some... It, it was it was all around pretty decent. Um, I don't hate this. Um, I'm going to give this a 3.25. Kenny, what did he give my first match? Uh, a 3. Okay, just want to make sure he was staying consistent with the scores as he was with his words. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is the best thing. Yeah. This is the lowest I can lowest rated thing. I should have given, given it a .5. <laughs> what, the first match? This. Just Why? To piss, just to piss oh. you off. No, no. Yeah, um, this was pretty good. I do think it's the best thing on there. So I'm going to go with a... I don't know about that. Johnny B. Bad was on here, so <laughs> and Yokozuna. <laughs> I think it's the best thing. Like, well, he messed it up with having them lose, like he did. True. <laughs> the way the way he did it too was like ah, wanted to wanted to like this so bad. Um, I'm gonna go with a four point two five. Okay. There was some. There was some okay, thank you. Things I was like, yeah, about it, but it was it was good overall. It was, actually it was pretty great overall. I liked it. Um. I'm just gonna go with a straight four. Okay, I'll take that. I'm not gonna not gonna argue at all. All right. So finally, the main event segment sees Ground Zero champion Monty Brown come out and talk about his recent title defense against Mike Quackenbush at Ground Zero Doomsday, as well as what's next in his historic Ground Zero title reign. I forgot Monty Brown's your champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, Ground Zero? Last week at Ground Zero Doomsday, Mike Quackenbush found out what it's like to go one-on-one with the Alpha Male. Ladies and gentlemen, picture it. The Alpha Male has eaten not one, 
not two, not three, but four different variations of the Quacken driver. And I got back up and I hit Quacken Bush with the pounce. The crowd chance pounce for the champion as Monty Brown feeds off of it. Ew. So wait, 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 wait. So he ate all four of the Quacken drivers, which are all fire yep. moves, by the way. He beats them yep. with the shoulder block. Yep. <laughs> That's disgusting. The pounce is, un- is unstoppable. <laughs> that is Nobody's kicked out of the pounce. Oh, it is gross. <laughs> I like the pounce, but yeah, that that's kind of gross. It's what it is. John yeah. Cena has a fucking has a fucking fireman's carry takeover as his fucking finisher, and he's pinned every legend ever with it. <laughs> go ahead. Shoulder block can do it too. I'm about to say, go off, sis. <laughs> um, I was like, Kurt Angle has a fucking twisting Samoan drop as his finisher. <laughs> Um. All right. So the crowd chance pounce for the champion, and Monty Brown feeds off of it. Now everybody's been asking the same question for the past seven days. The alpha male went to the club after the match to celebrate. The bottle girl asked the alpha male, "What's next?" The next morning, when the alpha male checked out of the hotel, the little man at the front desk asked the alpha male, "What's next?" Then, when the alpha male was at the gym, the juice heads they asked the alpha male, "What's next?" The alpha male went to the local Walmart and this little girl selling the Girl Scout cookies. She asked the alpha male, what's next? We'll let the alpha male tell each and every single one of you something. The alpha male is here to spill the tea about what's next. What's next doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is who's next. Who's the alpha male's next victim? Who is the next man to go one on one with the alpha male? The crowd's going crazy with the alpha male as he yells this out, but then... Mexican music fills the arena, and a waving Mexican flag fills the Travitron screen. The music plays for a while before a white limousine drives out on the stage. The limousine sits on the stage for a moment as Monty Brown looks perplexed as to who this could be. Then the driver's door opens, and out steps the big boss man. Bossman walks to the back of the limousine and opens the door, and the camera zooms in close. A single leg steps out, revealing a white suit and a gold loafer. Then finally, the man steps out and is revealed to be Alberto Del Rio. Okay, so it wasn't. I thought Big Boss Man was the guy. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the reveal. God, Travis. (laughs) Would you rather have been Boss Man? Yes. I I, I don't. I would not rather that. I I really thought this was going to be Andrade for some reason that we'd get this shit. (laughs) Uh, Isn't Andrade signed to somebody? I don't know. He's over here. He's the, he's the, the, the well, you should have offered you should have offered Kenny some fucking trades to make it Andrade <laughs> yeah. before booking this. But it, you know what? Keep it going. What? What's? There's nothing wrong with Del Rio in this universe. He's done nothing wrong. It's not just his conduct. He was. He's just not good. <laughs> no, there we go. Oh, dude. He was good. I, said, don't, I don't agree with that. I don't like Del Rio. I, I, I've always pushed for he, Del Rio. He got one. He got a good end to Gary, and that is it. Nah. He's All cold, right. <laughs> Bossman pulls a gold-colored scarf from his interior breast pocket and drapes it over the neck of Del Rio, and the two men strut to the ring. Bossman holds the ropes open for Alberto Del Rio, and Del Rio enters the ring while Bossman waits on the apron. Del Rio uh, grabs a microphone and addresses the crowd in Monty Brown. Hola, mi amigo. I know you know who I am, but why am I here? This is why I'm here, Del Rio says as he puts his finger to the Ground Zero Championship on Monty Brown's shoulder. I've been everywhere in the world. I've beaten the best this planet has to offer. But I've never been in the ground zero ring. And I've never gone against you, Monty Brown. 
Unfortunately for all these people, I have no interest in fighting you for that title. Now, what do you say, Monty? How much to buy that title off of you? Alberto Dario holds his hand, holds out his hand behind him, and Big Boss Man hands Dario his checkbook and the pen as the crowd drowns Dario in booze as Monty Brown, Monty Brown chuckles and says, Buy this title off the alpha male. Buy it. <laughs> That's a classic. You think the alpha male can be bought? You think you can just whip out the checkbook, the checkbook, click your pen, fill out a check, and hand it to the alpha male in exchange for the greatest prize in ground zero? How dumb do you think the alpha male is? Do you really think you can pull up in your fancy limousine, drive out into the ground zero stage, step out, have your boyfriend put the finishing touches on your little outfit, strut to the ring hand in hand with the big boss man, step into the alpha male's ring, look in the alpha male's eyes, and say, how much to buy the title? It doesn't work like that. At this point, Del Rio snatches the microphone from Monty Brown, with a jovial, and the jovial smile of uh, Del Rio has turned into a cold stare. Now listen, hombre. One way or another, I always get what I want. I've spent my life getting everything I want. Nobody tells El Patron no. And if they do, they're dealt with harshly. Now tell me, Monty, do you want to do this the easy way or the hard way? Alberto Del Rio snaps his fingers over his shoulder and the big boss man steps through the ropes into the ring and stands directly behind Del Rio. Uh, Del Rio begins to speak again. Now, Monty, what's it going to be? Del Rio hands the microphone back to Monty Brown, and the alpha male is eye-to-eye with Del Rio, and the intensity is through the roof. The alpha male ain't never lied down for nobody. You and this monkey mouth bastard ain't no different. You always took the easy way out. For some reason, I always seem to pick the toughest option available. So if Alberto Del Rio wants to go one-on-one with the alpha male, then let's give these people a show. What do you say, Ground Zero? Do you want to see Alberto Del Rio go one-on-one with the alpha male right here, right now? The crowd go, goes crazy, but Del Rio smiles and backs up. I already told you, amigo, I have no interest in fighting you. I especially have no interest in answering challenges to physical combat on the spot like this. I'm worth millions of dollars. I have no interest in behaving like a barbarian. Del Rio steps through the ropes and onto the apron and, t- and then begins walking up the ramp before stopping and saying, with a coy smile, but me amigo does. At this point, Big Boss Man blasts Monty Brown with a big boot, sending the alpha male to the mat. Boss Man then starts uh, wailing on Brown before picking him up and hitting the hitting him with the right hand slam, which is a black hole slam. Uh, the alpha male is laid out in the center of the ring when ADR uh, rolls back into the ring, shouting at Boss Man to pull Brown up. Boss Man uh, drops down to one knee and puts pulls Monty Brown up onto his knee while pulling. Uh, on Brown's wrists while Bossman is pushing his shin against the spine of the alpha male. ADR gets in Brown's face, shouting at him, I told you to take the easy way. I told you. I always get what I want. Del Rio slaps Monty Brown in the face before taking a few quick steps back and blasting Brown with a super kick. Del Rio poses with the Ground Zero Championship with Bossman behind him. Del Rio then throws the belt down on top of Monty Brown's unconscious body as he looks down at Brown in disgust. ADR spits on Monty Brown before he gets before he and Bossman leave the ring, the show ends with a close-up of Monty Brown laying in agony on the canvas. That's it. That's the, the end of the show. Um, is there confetti? Because I know Keith's going to ask. 
No confetti because no title was won. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I was like, there wouldn't even be, there's no reason to drop confetti like that. Imagine there was. This show can't afford confetti. It's just toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> like, just imagine, like, <laughs> your champions just got attacked and just laid yeah. out. Confetti just oh, confetti. Like, <laughs> they had confetti planned, but they. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we we unload this shit one way or another. <laughs> we ain't taking it back. Um, we don't got the venue all week. <laughs> um, I don't hate this. I'm also not like in love with it. Okay. Also, like Monty Brown felt like a great value version of the Rock. I was okay. gonna say okay, that. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I watched. Lots of Bonnie Brown promos for this, and he kind of is a great value version of The Rock. I can't. Maybe I, like, I, I might can't. have to go back and watch. His yeah, he does a lot of the same, like the same mannerisms. He does like the the talks in the third person. He does the um the, does like the, the voices. Too. Yeah, he does. He's literally a great value rock. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't deduct you from that, he was literally like, but you know, I know like long, he, he. The like only thing he really long. added to it was like the animal type noises. Was kind of what he added. Yeah. Ooh. So. Uh, I, I, which I kind of thought I, was a nice I wasn't, little. I wasn't a very, very big fan of the animal noises, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, I would have liked it a little better. It would have given me a nice distinction. That's um, fair, and I, I could see that that comparison coming up, but that's literally how his promos are. So yeah, like I didn't deduct you for anything for that. I um, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Del Rio, I did, like I said, I did think when you had the Mexican flag, I thought it was Big Boss Man was the reveal. Would that got me a five? I was, <laughs> or a point five? I was so confused. Probably actually a five. Oh my god, <laughs> Damone, you suck. It's the ridiculousness of the Big Boss Man coming out is like, after the Mexican flag. <laughs> I feel like if I just write the most ridiculous shit ever, Damone's gonna get it And so if it makes me pop, probably. It, it, I'm easy to please. Um, I'm going to give you a 3.5 for this. Like, the promos were okay. Like, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's upper mid. He's at 3.5? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, though, no, I kind of, like, was wafering on whether this needed to be in the main event segment. I kind of feel like you could have swapped this segment and the the match to end the show. But like honestly, you should have ended with the Quackenbush match. Match because like with everything that followed the Quackenbush match, it's even more ridiculous that that match was that good. Like, 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 like Quackenbush should have made events of this. Like that, that 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 match was a banger. I've been saying that for years. (laughs) Hey, just I'm just reading this. I'm look catch up on the book at chat too while y'all are giving me this. Just to clarify for Kenny, S.A. Rios and Justin Credible were gonna have a match against each other. They're not they're not a tag team. At first, I th- no. At first, when I first did it. Oh. I thought that was a tag team when you first okay. said it, and I was like, "Ew." That don't make it much better, but <laughs> all right. Who else? Got Everybody needs their grade except for Damone, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, just great. He get three point five. Um, yeah, I'll let y'all go. I'm gonna get. I was conflicted because this is one of the situations where I think it was good, but <laughs> I was expecting more to happen. Is one more go with this, especially for it to be the end. I just expected more to happen. It wasn't like it wasn't bad. I just expected more. If that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with three point seven five. Like it wasn't like a leave you wanting more kind of thing, 
but it was just I I thought more was gonna happen. I was like, oh, okay. Like I I just thought more was gonna happen. Also, briefcase full of money over a pen and a a checkbook. I just like the, I like the imagination, like him. Like like clicking, clicking the pen a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah like clicking it, that, and then. Yeah. But also, it the I needed that for the Monty Brown line where he was like, he's going like step by step with the process. Like, yeah. your music plays, you drive on the ramp, you walk down, blah blah blah. You click your pin. Like I needed that, like for that yeah. sequence. The cadence, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought your writing of a rock promo was actually decent. Uh, oh, wait till I write a real rock promo. It's going to be way better than this. Which, granted, I'd rather have both for rock, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anybody, you're the only fans, one. Just show of hands. Would anybody else rather have both for rock? No? Okay. Continue. This is an audio <laughs> podcast for everybody listening. Nobody raised their hand. <laughs> Not even John. John didn't even raise his hand. <laughs> I, I didn't think I counted. Uh, <laughs> but... But I, rather than just generic regular rock, I'd rather hear some like Sagandi's nuts or something. But anyway, I digress. Uh, this I, I'm not excited for this match. Um, okay. But I th- there was nothing like horrible about this. Like there was like there anything that disgusted you. Alberto De Rio's presence. Oh, fair enough. Um, but you got me there. Walked right into that one. But um, like the the promo delivery was competent. There's nothing like gross. The only thing that was gross was, the del- and I can't fault you for delivery, but the way he delivered him saying pounce, because that's usually when he does like an animal noise, and you just said yeah. pounce. Because in real life, he goes like pounce. Like, yeah. he makes that like, gross <laughs> kind of noise. I don't know. I feel like you would have been better off making the animal noise than what you did. <laughs> but that's yeah, not, that's I fine. can't deduct you for that. Uh, that's a delivery thing. Uh, anyways, I'm going to rate this about, this isn't bad. It's about mid for me. Like, it did its job. It didn't do anything more than its job. Um, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. <laughs> um, I also think it's mid, but probably on the lower end. I'm going two point seven five. Mm. This is the first segment I haven't been the lowest Raider on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the Raiders. All right. This is the fastest Travis show ever. Talk, <laughs> talk I almost missed it. I was saying there was a lot of of like not me presenting. Right there, there, there was a lot. We could have been done an hour ago. Yeah, All right. probably. Um, and Travis so kicked out his own show at one point. Then, that is true. true. Y'all, y'all hit me away, get, literally. Then <laughs> you don't get our all of our quirks uh, in. Our we treated Travis like Freddy Krueger. You're here for Travis like Freddy Krueger. You're here for the fighting. John, John treat me like treat me like uh, Peter Parker, and he's uh, Eddie Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right. praying, praying me away. He's literally in the church right now, praying on my downfall. <laughs> God, please kill this man. I'm good. Right? <laughs> Showing up to Travis's funeral just to make sure he's dead. I feel like I feel like I, I feel like John hated a little extra hard today because of how close it was, and he knew he could get away with with having having bad scores so he can get in the head, get in the lead. No, I just genuinely hated what the lead? show. He, He's already he's already admitted that he cheats openly. So I mean, <laughs> I mean you can make any conspiracies for this show being an ass all you want, but this shit was awful. I feel like I feel like hold on, I'm saying this now. I feel like Keith is gonna give me the highest score. I do too. Show. I actually do genuinely believe that Keith. I think Keith is gonna love this. Show, he's, to be honest. he's gonna have some dumb contrarian takes that make me hate him too. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna be like, oh, I don't know, just incredible versus Sa Rios would be a banger, bro. <laughs> 
He's going to love Johnny B. Bad. I can guarantee you. Oh, for sure. Um, Just Incredible right. and S.A. Rios are above average. Uh, Just Incredible's not. Let's get these plugs in. Um, Fudge. If you want to hear me hate on other individuals the way I did on Travis tonight, you can go to <laughs> Twitter.com and follow at LilXFudge and see more hate and ass comments. Bad guy. Um, catch me on every social media at Bad Guy Spoken. And catch my podcast on YouTube, the Bad Guy Spoken Podcast, where we do bad things. Travis. Uh, follow me on all social media at I am T. That's at I A M T R A V V Y T on Twitter, TikTok, and uh, Instagram. Damone. Uh, I be tweeting and TikTok, and you can follow me on both at dumbmoney T13. That's D A M O N E Y T13. Um, and then you can also follow the T13 Media TikTok. It's T13 T number one three spelled out. You can find me on Twitter, hi fi underscore Mike, where I tweet at Boy Meets World Podcast. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network on our website at T13Media.com. And you can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Golden Rules, Fiber Fuck Off. And yep. that is Book It. See ya. Bye. <laughs>